Hello, listeners. We are back after a little bit of a hiatus, and we have a lot to catch up on. Because of that, uh, this is going to be a longer episode with a lot of topics. We talk about baseball returning, NFL free agency, March Madness. So, in the description of this episode, I am going to put timestamps where you can check out the different topics. Um, let me know in the comments if that's something that's helpful for you. If I don't have at least five of you reach out to me and say, please continue to do this. Let's be real. I probably won't because I'm lazy. But for this episode, I hope it's helpful for you. We hope you enjoy this episode. You won't want to miss it, especially the super sexy edition of how you can fill out your NCAA bracket. I'm really proud of that section especially. So sit back, relax, grab some lotion if you need it, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Frustration Nation, presented by Shoot Your Shot Sports. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. That's not a real sport. NASCAR? Yeah. Yeah. It's like basically an e-sport. You're playing a video game. I mean, if you're sitting down and never have to move your legs, you're playing a video game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just like the Special Olympics. We are that. <laughs> oh, man. Do they play on... Okay. Do they play on 10-foot hoops? Or... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean I, I'm seriously... Actually, I think they're 15-foot hoops. <laughs> because I want to know if they would lower it enough so there can be dunking in... <laughs> the, in wheelchair basketball. <laughs> yeah. Also, side note, I'm thankfully not needing a wheelchair, but I feel like it would be fun to play wheelchair basketball. <laughs> I mean, it's cool that there is like a, you know, like a sport that's specifically to, it's not like we have to adapt a sport to where you have to compete against other people with you don't have that same disability. Like it's a unique That sport would be awesome. Or I guess like, you could do like a mix. Yes. That would be awesome. Yeah, until until somebody who's not in a wheelchair swats your jump shot into the fifth row. (laughs) No, better yet. Because you're shooting from a foot above the ground. Better yet, like, picture, like, it gets to the point of the NBA. You know what would be crazy is if a team cuts a player that is not wheelchair-bound in order to sign a player that's wheelchair-bound because they're better. A reverse discrimination. Imagine the lawsuit. No, but imagine what people would oh, say. Oh, because they're that. actually just better. Yeah. Yeah, imagine what people would say you that. You got replaced like, by <laughs> Yeah, you got you lost your job to a <laughs> someone with no legs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different level of like Russell Westbrook, you're so bad. It's like yeah. 
Imagine the online trolling for losing your job to someone who can't walk. <laughs> also, side note, it would be cool. Again, they don't need wheelchairs, but it would be cool to see NBA players play wheelchair basketball mm. to yeah. see how it affects their game. Hmm. Do you think... I, I would bet you that Stephen Hawking, he, he couldn't have played wheelchair basketball. He's probably the coach on the sideline. <laughs> All right, team. Good <laughs> right. job on the court to this period. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <coughs> well, that was fun. We are the FN podcast for FN fans with FN sports teams. Every episode, we explore the heartbreak, horror, and humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan. I'm your pessimistic host and Chicago fan, Furious George, and with me, as always, is my miserable co-host and Detroit fan, Man of the Michigan Hat. Man of the Michigan Hat, what is it that causes you to be upset this evening? And I guess before we get into the event session, it's been a while since we recorded, I've had some personal things going on in my life, some a loss in the family, and it was hard, but it was good to be with family, but I just didn't have time to record, so it's good to be back, but we should probably recap for everybody what's been going on in the world. Yeah, so it's we're in the middle of a world war, sort of. Oh, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, new development. Um, Tom Brady's back. The back, goat returns. Back where? Back from the grocery store? In the United or? States. <laughs> no, on an NFL roster. Like as an assistant coach or something, <laughs> as the best quarterback in the NFC, not the NFL, uh, <laughs> all time, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's back with the Bucks. Um, That's good. Base, baseball's you know, back also, and I'm really pumped about that. You know, and we'll get more into this as we go on. But one yep. quick note on Brady: the best news about this is that it still sets up the potential. Because I think this would be a, an electric Super Bowl. I want to see Josh Allen and the Bills against Brady and the Bucks in the mm. Super Bowl. Yep. The former division rival mm-hmm. quarterback. Yep. Mm-hmm. That would be. Yeah. And Brady has, like, he's only lost to the Bills, like, a couple times in his career. If you had to say, well, like, I don't know. We'll save some of this, too. But, like, if you had to bet, will he Brady be to another Super Bowl, yes or no? It's an interesting question. So he doesn't, yeah, there's no way he has. A teaser. Let's use yeah. that as a teaser. So, so we're going to get into some of that. Yeah. Lots well, happened, obviously. So I think this is going to be a very content heavy episode. So some of our segments and things like that will be returning soon. Um, but yeah, there's just so much news we need to go over. Um, and but it's still going to be. <laughs> yeah. It's still going to be a fun mix of stuff, though, because there's different sports we're going to cover, and some of them do get into hypothetical question territory, so uh, oh, we'll have yeah. some of that. All right. But <laughs> you said the magic word. Question? No, but. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> but sesh. before we do, yeah. one thing that won't change is our <laughs> vent sesh. Why don't you start? What are, are you? Oh, we already did that right 
I will Normally start. we cut straight from the good. intro to the event. It's session, all good. So yeah. It's been a while. And, yeah, and, we'll get and Man of Michigan Hat's the one editing this. So if you guys are mad <laughs> about the production, you can e- email him directly or tweet at him directly at that's Michigan fair. Hat on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Use your aggressive feelings, boy. Let the heat flow through you. What I'm mad about, I had to think about this. Like, you know, with what what's gone on in my family, it could be easy to say, like, oh, I'm mad that I lost a loved one or something like that. But I, you know, it, yeah, I guess it, it did suck, but it, it was a really. Funerals are always one of those things where it feels like it, it's it's unfortunate that it takes that to bring the family together but yeah it it was nice to be together you know what i mean yep um so my real vent sesh because i've had a kind of a hard time thinking about what exactly to put here um but uh what i'm gonna say for now and you'll hear more when i get to my area of grievances but dude i'm just tired like part of it's been the grieving but even outside of that, I've been doing so much travel lately and I am just, I'm done with it. Like, so going back to the week we find out, found out my uncle passed that weekend. We had, we had to drive to North Carolina from Northern Indiana to North, to North Carolina, um, to, to do a, a funeral with the body and things like that. And then this past weekend, we had to go to the Chicago area where my uncle was originally from and did like a memorial service there. Yeah. And then on top of that, the following weekend, we had already been planning to be in North Carolina to hang out with my uncle and aunt before my uncle passed. And we're still going on that, on that vacation. Um, things just look a little differently, but the point still is, is that again, I get to drive from Northern Indiana to North Carolina and Oh, in between all of that, on the Friday before we had to drive to Chicago, I had a one-day thing where I had to go to Indianapolis for work, and I know this is bad because you've driven way further than I have in a day for work, but for me, I've never done this before where I drive three hours one way there and back for, yeah. Same day trip, yeah. It sucked, dude. And it, what was what made me mad was I could tell there were several people at this like uh, conference I was at. I could tell there were several people that their their schools like paid for them to have a hotel the night before. Uh, like, yeah. Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys so, hiring? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I I get it, and I was able to listen to a lot of podcasts in the car on the way. Um, so obviously not ours. this one no not ours because we hadn't recorded <laughs> one in a while oh that's fair <laughs> um actually recently i did listen to episode 80 which is called beating mm. a dead horse and one of our finer works it is i must yeah. say specifically yeah. the last 30 minutes or so is possibly the best thing we've ever recorded so. it's it might be a top 10 moment in podcasting history to be honest yeah for sure episode 80 beating a dead horse yeah go back back to that more than 10 times so yeah you have to listen to it anyway so i'm just i'm just tired because it's like i've had 
So by the time we get to this weekend, it will be four straight three plus hour trips in a row. Yeah. And at neither place at no place that I've been to have I stayed put for a long period of time. So like we went to North Carolina for the funeral. We were there. Let me think about this. We were there Friday afternoon through Sunday morning. We left like first thing Sunday morning. So we're there. We were there for like a day and a half. And then uh, moving on to we got home. We were home from like late Sunday evening through Thursday. So we were home for like four days. And then I had to drive to Indianapolis on Friday. I was only in Indy for the one work day. And then Saturday, first thing in the morning, we got up and drove to Chicago. We were in Chicago from like Saturday mid at like early afternoon through Monday early morning. And then we came home. And then we have school Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But Thursday we're leave we're leaving straight from work to go on vacation. So we're really at home for only like two and a half days yeah. before we leave. Uh, and then so like the longest stretch i will be in one place will actually be on vacation because we're there for like eight days technically and so which that's still like a different kind of exhausting because you're just away from home so it's like it's relaxing but it's still like kind of draining too yep i just know there's been multiple stretches throughout this where i've just been like you know like as an adult you're always like oh it'd be really nice to go take a nap or whatever I've or had, just like be able to do your own thing at your own house, you know. Well, I, I've had stretches where I'm just like, I. It, it's not that it'd be nice to have a nap. It's like I need a nap. Like I have yeah. to sleep a little bit here, especially because my children. Here's the other part of my event sesh. They've been deciding regularly to be waking up at like 5 a.m. in the morning. Of course. And my one daughter, who is the ringleader, the older one, she decides to get up to use the bathroom and to do it as loudly as possible. <laughs> Yeah. This is somebody who sits down when they pee, okay? It's usually <laughs> quiet, okay? <Right. laughs> yeah. And oh my gosh. Oh man, kids. So I'm just tired. And yeah. Here I am staying up super late on a work night to do this podcast. <laughs> just for the fans. <laughs> just guilt the fans, right? Yeah. This is your fault. That's right. Yeah. Um all perfectly legitimate gripes. I am going to bring back a true vent for myself. I know like sometimes I don't know what I'm going to vent about or it's more lighthearted. I think some of the more like real vents I've had recently were like the Matt Stafford related ones, but I haven't had a real non-sports vent in a while. Mm. This was like one of the most upset that I've been and this was earlier today in several weeks. Would you say this is a whopper of a vent? I would. Yes, yeah, so you guys you heard a little bit of this already. Um, coming home from work today, uh, my wife texts me and says, hey, I want to get a frozen Coke from Burger King. It's like one of her favorite Whoa. drinks. Frozen cocaine. Frozen. Yeah. That's drunk. a good way to get a brain freeze. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, so to go back, though, to Sunday. So Sunday afternoon, we tried to go to Burger King, get a frozen Coke for her and i normally get a coke zero they were out of frozen coke because they said our machine is defrosting and this is right during lunch rush like right at lunch. defrosting yeah i was like okay well 
what that's super inconvenient timing. Couldn't you have done this at like eight in the morning, but whatever it happens, you know, go back today. And okay. So then I still got my Coke zero, right? At least like, Hey, I got my thing. What it yeah. sucks for you. But we, I go back today. Windows rolled down. Smell of spring is in the air. It's like 65 degrees out. Great day. Everything's going well. Pull up to the drive-thru. And let me just say this ties in too. When you pull into the drive-thru, the sp- there's like the speaker where you order is mm-hmm. like between two curbs. Like you can't just like order before you get in the actual drive-thru. That's like, like the uh, the Zach Galifianakis show. <laughs> between two curbs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shameless plug for his show. Yeah. Um, so like normally, you know, like you can order and it's like, oh, actually we don't have this. I can just like drive away right yep but no um, you have to sit there here you have to wait in line to get to the speaker which burger king the one thing i've been a huge burger king supporter my whole life i love burger king but they all they are a slow drive-through compared to a lot of fast food places yeah i had to wait like probably 10 minutes before i even got to the speaker to order but i was like you know what i'm listening to my podcasts my music i'm having a good time nice weather windows down it's fine get up to the speaker at that point there's like four cars behind me and i'm blocked in i'm sorry our burger our frozen coke machine is defrosting are you serious (laughs) again at dinner rush okay that sucks i'm gonna order my wife i guess i'll just get like her a chocolate shake so i got that okay and i'll take a coke zero we don't have coke zero (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) i just ordered coke zero from you yesterday (laughs) and so i say uh i've got it here before let me check no we don't have coke zero (laughs) what (laughs) all right this is the closest i've been to a karen moment in a drive-thru like all right i don't know if you're new or like just like dicking around or what but like yes you do (laughs) you didn't say that no i was like i just got coke zero here before and i was internally i'm like do i have to come in there and push the button myself (laughs) what is happening you know what i was like all right i hope the guy diet coke i hope the guy worked for worked for coca-cola and he was like (laughs) big coke no but he was like you see, I was correct. We don't have Coke Zero. We have Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Yeah, right. He's just being like a snob about yeah. it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll take Diet Coke. And at that point, I am really irritated. So it's like, not only could I not, could my wife not get her thing, which, uh, whatever. I couldn't get my thing. That's right. That bothers me as a selfish husband. Um, <laughs> all right. So whatever. I'm getting my Diet Coke and a chocolate shake, which are the two things I did not come here to get. But I, <laughs> here I am blocked into your stupid drive through <laughs> with 10 cars behind me at this point. I pull forward and I sit in that same spot of the drive through. No joke for more than 30 minutes. And the cars don't move forward at all. I'm like, did you just order for the entire fire department? <laughs> or something in this car in front of me was there and a so, fire truck in front of you and <laughs> drive oh, awesome no. <clears throat> but i'm just like okay by the time i finally get up to the window to get the two things i didn't want to get i was in line for over 45 minutes Jeez. and i get all the way up there and then this girl says okay here's your drink she hands me the milkshake and it's got milkshake and whipped cream all down the side of it away from me and i put my whole hand in it 
I almost chucked that thing right back through the window. I was at that moment. It was like the kind of mad where you just like see red for a second. And I'm just like this son of a like, I am just like, this has to be a joke at this point. Like, am I on hidden camera? Like this, you are like the, the levels you are going to, to make this the worst drive through experience of my entire life at this point is absurd. Like, Everything that could have gone wrong. I didn't even want this stupid milkshake. Now half of it's on my hand. Like, I, yeah, I, this is, I hate that when, okay, so when I go somewhere, I try to get my money's worth for drinks, right? And if I'm controlling my own soda fountain, I will intentionally fill it up basically to the brim and then put my lid on it. And go but lower I, on ice and stuff too, right? But I hate, yeah, exactly. I hate it when I go through a drive-through and they decide to go overflow it basically, and then they don't take the effort to dry off the cup, and then they just hand it to you, yeah. and now you have pop spilling all over yourself in the car, and then the foam goes down, and it's like, okay, cool, I have a little over three quarters of a cup of soda, you know, <laughs> like yeah. <sighs> so, so I was basically, pissed. I was, I was actually very upset. <laughs> So basically what you're saying is is that we should treat fast food workers and restaurant workers with contempt. Yes. Okay. The yeah. whole thing too and I've been on this side no where more tipping. I've, I've <laughs> you tip your Burger King waiter normally. I said fast food and restaurant workers. Oh, restaurant too. <laughs> no tip for you Burger King window operator. <laughs> yeah, it's like I've normally been on the side of like I've worked in retail before, customer service jobs suck. I always am like supportive of them. I know turnover rates high. So you've got new people all the time. I get all of that. Um, But the whole thing of like, oh, they're probably short staffed because of the pandemic. At this point, like (laughs) I'm kind of overusing that as an excuse. Like, and it wasn't even short staffed. It's like, okay, how long can you reasonably expect to wait in line at Burger King to get two drinks? Like, I, like the people in front of me, like, I don't know, like some places just do things better than others do. Um, like having people, Hey, can you pull up to this spot while you wait or something like Burger King never has any of that. So if the person in front of you ordered 75 Whoppers with all different topping combinations, you just have to wait behind them. You know, like there's things that are just not done well. And I, like fast food has evolved a lot over the past few years to be way more efficient and have way more menu options, like all this stuff. Burger King now is the exact same as it was when I was in middle school, which is part of the reason why I like it, but it's also like, okay, come on, (laughs) you know? Yeah. (laughs) Fast food has become so frustrating for me as an adult. Like, there are few fast food experiences that I find any joy in and really the only one i enjoy is chick-fil-a because chick-fil-a is the only one that even though they always have a ridiculous line actually move the line pretty quickly yeah uh, almost all the time they can get like 80 people through their line and the time it takes burger king to get three people through and (laughs) it's and i and like i feel like chick-fil-a i'm eating good food right yeah like i i have gotten pissed at how long it takes to get through the McDonald's line at times. Like, yeah. okay, I understand. I understood McDonald's, the like the popularity of it at one point when it was like, okay, it's super cheap. 
And it's also, you know, you're paying for like basically the convenience of it being fast. But now you will go and sit in a McDonald's line for a very long time. Yeah. And then you buy food that just makes you feel horrible. Yeah. And I'm just like, it is. So I really have to be in a craving for McDonald's or it has to really be the only option available for me to actually pursue it because I'm just like. It is not worth my time and energy to sit in this line to get a large diet Coke and a McDouble. Like, yeah. And it's like the one redeeming quality McDonald's still has is at least they have the dollar large drinks. Yes. Which like the thing that sucks about Burger King is that they charge like two fifty. But the reason it was worth it is because they have Coke Zero and McDonald's doesn't. Yeah. Except apparently now they don't because this <laughs> doofus was too stupid to look one button to his left and see the other flavor they have. I hope so they just, discontinued it today. I actually was Googling it when I left. I was like, does Burger King still have Coke Zero? <laughs> like, I was like, did something happen to where in one day they've like recalled it or something? I'm like, in, yeah. Very, yeah, like, you left it. I remember one of your vet sessions at one point, you traveled to like an amusement park thing and left a negative Ooh. review. Like, I think this is another negative review moment. Did I ever tell you follow up to that amusement park story? Sort of, maybe I don't know. So, um, we went. So after the amusement park, this is at the like end of that vacation last year. We stopped at a hotel in like Knoxville, Tennessee, or something. Yep. And <clears throat> by the time we got there, there were two cars that was traveling. By the time we got there, it was probably like I'm not even sure. It was late. It was like 9 30, 10 p.m. And so yeah. my brother in law is like, all right, well, I'm gonna order pizza for us. It's like, okay, cool. And so he puts in an order for Pizza Hut at like I think it was at like 9 30. And I know that our girls were like starving, hungry. Yeah. And so we got there and he orders the pizza at like 9 30. It gets to 10 o'clock, haven't gotten the pizza. Uh, you know, you're like, okay, well, it, I think it was like a Friday night. You're like, maybe there's a lot of late night orders or something. Yeah. It gets to like 10 15, no pizza, not even a phone call, no updates on the like the pizza tracker thing. Yeah. 10 30, 10 45. Ooh. Yeah. And we're like, okay. And so then I, I was like, well, maybe you called it for, or maybe the guy got mixed up with what room number because we were on the third floor. So yeah. we went down to the other floors that had like similar numbers to ours. No pizza. We went down to the first floor, asked the person like, hey, did somebody come in here like looking to deliver a pizza? They were like, no. And so basically what we ended up concluding was the guy literally just stole our pizza. Yeah. And so then my that happened to me on DoorDash before. My brother-in-law called the called the Pizza Hut he ordered this from, and instead of being reasonable, the lady was just like was just being a total jerk about it and refused to even give him a refund for his he had pizza. paid already. Yeah, Jeez. he paid online, and he yeah. So basically, he he has like a. He will always be like, like like forty dollars short or whatever for the pizzas he ordered. 
I think he ordered pizza and wings, and we didn't get any of it. And so in the end, we went to Taco Bell. And so anyway, after that, I went on and left a very (laughs) strong. I'm going to see if I can find it. I left a very strong review. So is this their own delivery driver, or is it like a DoorDash driver? Um, which either way, the manager should have like helped handle, but. This was their own delivery driver, I think. Yeah. Let's see. Reviews, reviews, reviews. Show me some reviews. I hope I can find this. You're looking up your own reviews you've done on stuff? I don't know if there's an easier way to do that. So I never, like, leave reviews on the things, so I don't Uh know where it saves it or how you can go back and see your own. But this is one that might push me over the edge to where I just have to go roast this place. Um, well, we can move on to our t- first topic. I'm going to try to find... Because yeah. there was this other review I wrote recently. My wife and sister and mom went together to get their nails done. And this place, like... Ba- I mean, this is exaggeration, but they basically like mutilated my sister's like cuticles and her nails. Yeah. And she, she, my sister was super caring about it actually. Like, (laughs) so they got, they like left and paid and got in the car. And then my sister turned to my wife and was like, I think I'm going to, I hate what, uh, like what they did in my nails. I hate. And she's like, I'm going to go back in and ask them to remove it. And so she went in and asked them to remove it. And they were like, can we do can we do it again? Like, can we do better for you? And she's like, no, I really just want a refund. And they yeah. were like kind of giving her the runaround. And she's just like, I want a refund. And so they gave her a refund. And then she went to a different nail place to get her nails done. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but I, So I left a review for that. Basically, I, anytime a place hurts someone in my family, I will leave a horrible review about it. If yeah. they hurt me, Which I'm that's like, why there's reviews. So you can yeah. like. If they hurt me, I'm like, I don't really care that much. But yeah. like the the amusement park that I talked about on this episode, that they hurt my daughter's Ruined feelings because time. she wanted to go on a ride with her big sister. And they were like, well, she needs a pass for that. And I was like, they yeah. told me she didn't need a pass because she was so young. And they said, well, she needs one. And then I went and the line was super long and passes were also super expensive. And I'm like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, like to get a pass for her to ride a single ride. And when you and, have kids at that point, you're in a really tough spot because they've already stood there and seen the ride. And now you're like, exactly. Now what do we do? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So if you find <sighs> any that can be like in place of segments, just jump in with like, I'm going to try this is my them. review from this date for this place. No promises, everybody, but I'm going to try. Well, now you've really ups- upsold this to where <laughs> if there's no reviews for the people, I personally will be pissed. I I will do the best I can. Okay, <laughs> my new vent sesh. Yeah. Um, okay. So while you do that, let's start to get into some of these topics. Uh, let's start with the NFL because football is king, obviously. Um, so we talked about Brady is back. Uh, I don't have any other really thoughts on that other than that it's funny. <laughs> I love it, dude. Because I love it that he's back. And I'll admit this is where I'm an I'm a hypocrite. I am part of the like oh, I hate Rogers for the same thing um so like objectively it's like okay like 
it's kind of obnoxious that you left, then you're back, then you left, and then it's like, I'm going to wait until Selection Sunday for the March Madness brackets. No, it's And I'm going to awesome. steal the high, the the spotlight, you know, like, but because I, I'm at the point where it's like, I've never been a Brady fan, but I just clearly think he's the GOAT, and so I find myself arguing in defense of him a lot. Now I'm at the point where I would say I'm like borderline Brady fan. All right, I found all three of my reviews. Yes. All right, so let's get to one (laughs) once we finish the Brady thing. Yeah, go ahead. We'll space these in, but all right, cool. Because I was going to be very upset after that. Um, So, cool. Uh, But yeah, like, I'm at the point where I basically am a full-fledged Brady supporter just because of how many people hate him. And I love the the people who try to argue that he's not the GOAT. So I'm at the point where I fully... Like, especially because, okay, now not only has Brady had a better career than somebody like Rodgers, he's had a better NFC career than somebody like Rodgers. You could have a better post-retirement career than Rodgers' entire career. Like, it's just, like, stuff like that. Now I love the narratives around it so much that, yeah, I'm all for it. It's just, it is funny that, like, before any listeners tweeted us and say, like, well, what a hypocrite or whatever, like, I fully acknowledge it. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, I am I was pumped when he came back. The first thing I tweeted out was Packers fans in shambles. Because, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, you just know. Because everybody, every, when Russell Wilson was traded, the narrative all around was like, well, it is wide open for Aaron Rodgers. People were like, who's the, you know, they were like, Kurt Cousins is like the fourth best quarterback. And like, yep. who's the next best after him? Rogers. Is it Kyler? Yeah, like all this stuff and i was just getting annoyed by it and and packers and it would i mean at the same time it would have been so sweet to see him choke against like a horrible quarterback again um yeah like he just which did. by the way for anybody that's counting he's choked twice to jimmy garoppolo and twice <laughs> and jimmy to Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> and jimmy garoppolo is like bad enough that they're debating if they want to start trey lance over him exactly <laughs> and he's beaten rogers twice yeah um and Trey Lance has played one football game in like the past three years. So that's, <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, going that back goes to, to show you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I love it just in the sense of Pat, because, you know, Packers fans kind of breathe a sigh of relief when Brady left because he is kind of the big force that stands yeah. in the way. And um, I think there's a little bit of an inferiority complex like, oh, Rodgers doesn't get the attention he deserves because Brady's in the league, yep. you know. So I've even seen Packers fans say, finally, Rodgers will get his time to shine without Brady, you know. Like, which is so stupid. Which is dumb because he's won back-to-back MVPs. Like, nobody's yeah. saying he's not great. Nobody's saying, like, it's just like people with a brain say that he's not the greatest of all time. That's not yep. an insult. <laughs> it's just, yeah. That's like I've been saying, like, I, I've said this for several times on our show now, that to me, he's kind of along the lines of someone, and this is not a great example, because he, he only has, like, this person only has, like, one or two MVPs, I think, but I think I've always said he's kind of like a Dirk Nowinski, where he's yep. easily one of the best NBA players of all time. Yeah. And he played, Dirk Nowinski actually played in more championship series than Rodgers has played in Super Bowls. But the Mavs were in the playoffs all the time, and Dirk was like one of the main reasons they were good. Yep. And obviously, he led them to win a championship. Uh-huh. He's the face of that franchise. He's like Mount Rushmore of players during that era. You know, like, exactly. yeah, I think it's a good comparison. So it's just funny because of the hate he gets. Um, I just, 
anybody who's hated to that extent, it makes me want to like you because like seeing people get so pissed off on Twitter is awesome. So, yep. yep. Yeah, that was fun. Um, okay, so why don't you, speaking of getting pissed off, throw one of these reviews at us, uh, just one, and then we'll get to another yeah. one after. So this, this first one's pretty short, um, and it re- this is about the fun spot, the fun spot America theme park in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. From last I think you year. wrote this live on a show, didn't you? I did, oh. and that's what this is. So it says, nice. watching paint dry while sipping bleach would be more fun than the so-called fun spot. Hear more <laughs> of my thoughts on the Frustration Nation <laughs> podcast, episode 85. New All episodes right. every Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so where do you find your reviews? Because I left a one-star review after that episode, too. Um, is it in your Google account? Yeah, it's in like your Google profile or something. Okay, I will try to find mine. Okay, well, while you do that, I'll try to spearhead this next topic here. All right. Um, <clears throat> so I'll talk about some of the Bears moves that have happened in the NFL. So the big the big moves have been one that they traded Khalil Mack away to the LA Chargers. In return, they receive a second round pick for this year and a sixth round pick for this year. And I'll get to my thoughts on that in a second. They've also made some other moves, like they released Eddie Goldman. They released they released Tariq Cohen. Um, there was someone else they released. I can't remember who. Um, and then they the big one was today they signed Larry Ogunjobi. Um, Bless you. Away, thank you. Uh, away from the Cincinnati Bengals, and he is their new big nose tackle. Um, he'll be playing in the three technique, which I'm still learning exactly what that means. But he'll be playing in that style for the Eberflus defense which the bears defense is going through a change they had been playing a 3-4 and they'll be going to a 4-3 defense um under right. matt eberflus so that's an uh, ogun joby is uh, the perfect nose tackle for that so um first on the Khalil Mack stuff a lot of i get i get just i i love bears twitter equally as much as i get upset by them um yeah. <clears throat> I hate like so much of Bears Twitter is just like, oh man, I'm gonna miss you, Khalil Mack. Like, oh Khalil Mack, so great. All these things, blah blah blah. People going on and on. Oh, I have all so much love in my heart for Khalil Mack. All this stuff. Oh, how could the Bears trade him? I can't believe the Bears couldn't get a first round pick for Khalil Mack. All this stuff. I'm just like, okay, look. First of all, don't act like he's been here for like this super long stretch of time. Don't act like he's made this this enormous impact on your team outside of one season. Don't make it seem like the because of him we almost won a Super Bowl or something. Like, no, none of those things happened. He was he was a, he, very impactful for the entire 2018 season, and he looked like things were going to be incredible with him. But you know what? Ever since the 2018 season, he was battling injuries and 19 and 20 and 21. He just was okay. Like, he's still better than most edge rushers, okay? But he wasn't what you are were paying him to be. Yeah. Polls coming in, he is his philosophy is building in the trenches, okay? He is an offensive lineman by his training. And his profession before this, he comes. He came up through the Kansas City Chiefs system, which, at, as we all can see, prioritizes offense first. 
And with the quarterback like Justin Fields and with the Bears' track record of defense, you should be prioritizing offense first, plus the fact that you hired a defensive coach, a defensive coach who has had tremendous success with the least amount of talent on defense. Like, yeah, he has Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner, but neither of those guys are, like, on the same level of, like, superstar as, say, like, the Rams have with Aaron Donald or even, like, the Bears had with Khalil Mack, right? Like, they're very, very good players. They're great players. They may be Hall of Fame level, but they're not Lawrence Taylor, okay? And Matt Eberflus gets the most out of them. So my point with all of this is Bears fans very strongly reacted to this. They were like, how could you give up Khalil Mack for a second and a sixth? Like, I... Bears fans, some jokingly, some like kind of seriously were like asking for Ryan Pace back, which with me and my Christian background only reminds me of like the uh, Israelites wanting to go back to Egypt after being in the wilderness. But the thing that just makes me so mad about this is they are just like, I, I my whole thing has been, let it play out. We are at the beginning of free agency. There have been no, like very few trades, like, Let's just let the whole thing play out. Why are you you're obsessed that we didn't get enough back? You haven't seen what he's going to draft. What if he uses the extra picks from Mac to package in a trade to trade up for Chris Olave? Or what if he uses the picks to to what if Olave falls or George Pickens falls and you draft him there with that extra pick? Like there's a million things you could do an extra use an extra pick for and it was necessary. You know what else was necessary was the fact that the Bears inherited, and I don't know the difference between this exactly, but the Bears inherited the dead cap, and the Chargers have taken on the rest of his um, contract. So this year, it hurts the Bears, but they got out of the Mac contract basically like two years ahead of time. And like next year, the Bears cap, they have like $121 million in cap space. And it was created because of the trade of Khalil Mack. So these Bears fans that are clinging so tightly to Khalil Mack are not forward-thinking Bears fans. They're the Bears fans that think that every player that puts on a Bears uniform is like, you know, a lifetime Bear. Like, oh, I have to be loyal to them. Like, there's still Bears fans that are like, oh, like Cordero Patterson. Like, he was so great with the Bears. Dude, he was here for two seasons, okay? And he was good for one of those two seasons like same and we'll get into this in a second but the same thing with bears fans and trubisky like trubisky he had a lot of promise he was he was okay in 2017 like he was a rookie but you saw like some promise 2018 very exciting season very defensive driven 2019 craps the bed next season same thing next season same thing you move on like People, but people still remember Mitch like, oh, wow, Mitch was so great. No, he wasn't. And don't remember him like it was this shining moment in Bears history. Like you need to, you need to get with the times and move on. Okay. The bear and here I was referring to it on Twitter as the Bears training Khalil Mack was a necessary evil. Okay. It was something you, you hate to do it. You know, he's still a talented player. But the Bears are trying to get younger and faster and trying to obtain more money. They're trying to open a new window with Justin Fields as quarterback. And they're trying to retool the offense around Justin Fields. 
if Ryan Poles prioritizes the trenches, okay, he surely has deeply evaluated the Bears' offensive line, and I'm sure he knows the offensive issues that lie there with the O-line, tight end, and wide receiver, and I'm sure he's going to attack those. And that leads me to this other point. Bears fans were getting all upset that he paid money to Larry Ogunjobi to be on the Bears. Okay, look, I also think it was a little overpriced, but every free agent in the first the first wave of free agency is overpriced. That's just the way it is. And Ogunjobi is like turning 24, 25. He's like very young. He's going into his prime. And last year he showed you what he can do on the Bengals. And I think I, I I think the Bears valued him very high to give him that money. And I think he I think if he meets their valuation, you're gonna be very pleased with the contract in the end. Um also Bears fans look at it on such a surface or a vacuum. They're like, oh, they paid him all this money. You guys don't know what the new revenue looks like from year to year. Like from what I from my understanding, every year because of new tv deals nfl cap space is supposed to like shoot up like by a lot which by the way is part of how the packers were able to give aaron Rodgers this huge extension and probably are going to be able to bring back Devonte adams and the whole gang okay because the cap is continuing to expand it's just the nature of things too it's like at one point stafford was the highest paid quarterback in the league and everyone freaked out he's not even top 10 why is he the highest paid like wait two years and how will his deal look? Oh, it's an average contract again. Yep. Like prices just go up. It's the way it yep. is. And <clears throat> so, so anyway, the Ogun Joby, but people, Bears fans also were freaking out, not only about cost, but they were like, why hasn't he signed any offensive linemen? Why hasn't he signed any wide receivers? We need help in those sections. Okay. If you are concerned about cost, did you see how much Christian Kirk was signed for by the Jaguars? <sighs> Absurd. Like, have you seen? He's any- paid like a quarterback. He and he's like—is he even a top thirty receiver in the league? Like maybe I'm he's being definitely too not strict. a number one. He's not even a number two. I in what world is he worth t- north of twenty million a year? What was he on the Cardinals? So the Cardinals—they have he D-Hop, like their third Christian option. Kirk, AJ the guy, Green, the rookie they got, Rondell Moore, Moore, was like just as good as he was. I d- I don't understand. But and so like anyway, especially but, a team like the Jags, like. <laughs> Well, the point yeah. being, you look at that, and Bears right. fans are like, oh, but we need a wide receiver. You want, like, Christian Kirk has now, and the Jaguars have now set the market for wide receivers. You really want to <laughs> sign a free agent wide receiver now after you see that money? Because like, every no, other you... wide receiver who's a free agent just saw that deal happen. Exactly. Same with the Lions fans who are like, let's go get Allen Robinson. If Allen Robinson saw how much Christian Kirk just got, how much do you think Allen Robinson wants per year? What about Devontae Adams? Devontae is going to want thirty million a year now. Like he already has wanted that. He already he said that. I think he's already. You're right. He has already said that. But if Christian Kirk got north of twenty, you know what? He might come back and be like, you know what? I want forty a year now. The market's just absurd. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's crazy. Um. So anyway, Bear, I just I just urge Bears fans to please calm down with it. And and again, Bears fans are like, oh my gosh, he hasn't signed any linemen or wide receivers yet. Guys, do you realize how much time there is before like we haven't even gotten to the draft season? And the draft like, is still a thing, right? There's so much time left for him to fill these roles. And Bears fans yeah. just like to be over analytical on everything. And it, it I love them. I love Bears Twitter. They're a fun breed. 
but sometimes it is just exhausting. It's like, guys, yeah. I, you have to. And here's the thing. People in general in the NFL know so little about what to expect from Eberflus and Poles. Honestly, as a fan at this point, since we don't know anything, instead of judging him, micromanaging him and judging him on every single move, just sit back, yep. enjoy the drama of the offseason, see how he operates for a year, and then next year, maybe you'll know his tendencies a little bit more and you can kind of gauge what he'll do. Like, but if you sit there and are micro judging everything, it's just an exhausting lifestyle to live by, and I cannot do it. <laughs> it's the same as Fields this past year. When it's yeah. a young quarterback or a young front office or whatever that looks like, you need to look at the whole body of work. And I'm not saying you need to wait till the career is over to have an opinion, but you need to give them an entire offseason and then look at that collectively. Then, even then, it's too soon to tell. Give them the entire regular season. Don't. Yeah jump to a conclusion if the bears start one and three oh they suck time to fire them like okay let's let the whole season play out now what does the next offseason look like it's tough because you bring them in and i don't think the bears are a full rebuild but you got to make some some changes yep like based on anytime you're switching gm and head coach you're bringing in new schemes new philosophies new priorities like there's going to be some like trimming of the fat and adjustments and a lot of those are guys who are good players but you're kind of in damage control mode from what the previous guys did a little bit yep um especially when you have a form a gm who's in place the year before who knows he's on the hot seat same mm -hmm. happened with the lions that guy is in a position where he's going to make reckless moves yep uh, and the bears i don't i can't think of specifics but like for the example the lions drafting okuda number three overall that's what you do when you know this is a do or die year and you're just trying to some get someone who gives you impact right away and you don't make the decision in the best um with the, the future of the team in mind you got to give the new guys some time and it's the same thing with the bears here like everyone says polls or that uh, pace and naggy were terrible okay well then you have to give the benefit of the doubt to the guys who are trying to clean up their mess so yeah yeah I I agree. So go uh check your text messages. I just sent you something. I did. But uh going along with that, uh with the Bears and Bears fans, uh the other big Bears news today really was not really dealing with the Bears at all, but Mitchell Trubisky signed a deal with the Steelers. I haven't seen terms on this deal still yet. I think it's a two year. Okay. I I um, but he's signed yet. to be the starter. Like they've yep. talked about him as the starter. So Trubisky will be back in the starting role, presumably, for the Steelers. And honestly, as a Bears fan, there's a certain amount of intrigue here because you do, with with the different stories that have come out about Nagy and the way he handled things, there's definitely a sense of, okay, let's see how Trubisky now plays without Nagy in control. Because if Trubisky plays well, then things can kind of change the way you viewed the pace and Nagy era. And yep. it really changed Nagy's career opportunities. If, if Mitch goes out and just falls I mean, out and, and that's an important, I didn't even thought of that. Cause he's still a free agent coach. No, he's a quarterback coach for, oh, for Kansas, Kansas city. city. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. right. But I mean, he's still wanting to get that new opportunity, maybe not as a head coach, but offensive coordinator somewhere, maybe, yep. you know, so yep. it will say a lot about his. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how, how it plays yeah. out. 
I I made a joke on Twitter about all the Bears, like uh, not all the Bears fans, uh, the weird niche of Bears fans who are rushing to fanatics to order the, to pre-order their Trubisky Steelers jerseys. Fans like that are the worst. It's like it's like the Stafford Rams thing. That was even worse because it hurt our pick, and I've well, went over that tons of times. There are even, but it's people, like the same segment of fans who think that way. There were even people who are like, "Well, I think oh, how do they say it." They're just like I always knew Trubisky deserved to be a starter. Like, okay, whatever, dude. Like, clearly, clearly the NFL didn't think that a year ago. Yeah, where was he? <laughs> yeah, a couple past couple of years. Yeah, I love that. I love how people will tweet like they think they're smarter than the NFL. Like that bothers me too, and it comes, especially on. right now is when you see a lot of that when it comes to the cap. It's like, oh well, this is a smart move because his number, his money can be. Or like this is a dumb move because this contract he's paid more than the average by this much. You have no idea about dead money, what's guaranteed, whether it's upfront or not. Like everyone on Twitter right now is a cap salary cap expert. It's just like okay, dude. You know? People who are salary cap experts too, by the way, usually are such buzzkills. You'll be like so excited about oh we can acquire this player, and well, they'll be like yeah, but do you realize what the cap hit will be? No, yeah. and I don't really care. Because it's not my money, okay? I'm just trying to play <laughs> fantasy football over here right. with my own team. Let me enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. you Like, you approach the NFL like you're doing your taxes. It's like, yeah. come on, it's supposed to be fun. Like, <laughs> right. you know, so. No, same, same for you. Like, you're, you're probably like, hey, I'm on Madden easy trade mode. Let's just straight up trade Jared Goff for Deshaun Watson. Well, I'm going to get to that in a little bit. But yeah, <laughs> go ahead. All right, well, yeah, let's, let's start with. Free agency is upon us. You talked about Trubisky, uh, and I think that tells you something about the current quarterback market is that there's nobody in the draft that anyone thinks is any good. I don't even know if there's an NFL starter in the draft. Um, if Trubisky is kind of setting the market, how many other guys are out there? And it's starting to feel like, okay, so like Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins are both guys. It's like, the fact that they got either extensions or new deals, Trubisky just got a gig as a starter, tells me there's not that many guys that are available right now that are great. And as a rebuilding Lions team, I'm perfectly fine to wait a couple years, keep keep building our defense, build in the trenches, have a good offensive line. And then like basically what Denver just did is like what you want the Lions model to look like. Yep. We got everything else in place. We're one piece away. We go out and get the quarterback and we make a real run at it. Like mm -hmm. for a long time, that's been my goal is like, let's just do that. And I'm still on board. But if I'm the Lions, I sell the farm and I go get Deshaun Watson. Absolutely. You do. I know it sounds easy and I know he has a no trade clause so he can say no. But I think if I'm the Lions, if I'm Brad Holmes, and again, some of this gets up to like, is the owner going to just veto him? Like, I don't know what conversations have been had. I'm assuming he at least called because you're not doing your job if you don't at least like do your due diligence. I feel like every I'm, team should at least ask. I was listening to a separate Bears podcast today, but they were, uh, Olin Cruz was on it and he even said that he thinks Ryan, like even with Justin Fields, he was saying Ryan Poles does, is doing disservice to the Bears if he hasn't at least called about Deshaun Watson. If nothing else, you become a better GM by getting used to having those kind of conversations. Right. So I think like the the hard thing is like I'm not going to kill them for not doing stuff because I don't know what's happened behind the scenes. Maybe they've like 
made offers and it got shut down by the owners and it's like okay well i'm i don't like our owners but it's i can't do anything about that so i don't know i'm just saying if it was me i'm firmly in the the point at the point now where i mean the rams have done this for years and it just paid off more and more with every year that passes i've always been like oh you build through the draft good thing teams build through the draft and that's true but you know what good teams really do is good teams get great players to plug in when they are ready to contend and good teams have a game changer top of the league quarterback and more and more i'm convinced matthew stafford (laughs) yeah the only things (laughs) (laughs) oof yeah i'm at the point where i really do think the only things you need to win in the nfl is a good a great quarterback and either a great offensive or defensive line and if you have both of those lines you're gonna win a super bowl Like, that's all there is to it. I don't care who my safeties are. I don't care who my kicker (laughs) is. I don't care who's catching the football. I don't care who's running the football. It does not matter. You look at all the teams who are, like, winning Super Bowls. How many of them have huge contract to as either a receiver or a running back? Like, there's not any crazy deals out there like that. How many of them have a really good defensive line? Pretty much all of them. How many of them have a good offensive line? How many teams get to the Super Bowl despite having a bad offensive line then lose in the Super Bowl like the Bengals? I like do the think the Chiefs did a few years ago. The one thing know? I would counter is that you have to have one stud receiver um, in today's I mean, NFL because helps, if you look yeah. at the final four teams that yeah. were in the NFL playoffs this year, it was – like Debo Cup. Samuel, Cooper yeah. Cup, and then Tyreek Hill and Jamar Chase. Like, yeah, you have to have so uh, good. You know, you know, <clears throat> you have to have a top quarterback. You have to have a top receiver. Yeah, and if you can have a decent offensive line and a decent defensive line, then you're in great shape. And I don't think the other thing though is like I when it comes to the draft. That's where I would be every year. I would draft a receiver and a running back in the draft because I think you can strike gold with one of those guys and you can have a top receiver who you're not paying big money to. And when it's time to extend them, you just don't. I'm fully on team never pay running backs and almost never pay receivers at this point. Like you look at like Amari Cooper was just traded for a fifth round pick and a $5 gift card to Starbucks. Like players that good. Players that good being traded for that cheap just shows you the market's just not there. And like Saquon Barkley, do you think when it's time for him to be extended? I've heard Giants fans say I would trade him for a third round pick. They're not even gonna get that. No, and they won't even get that. And what's gonna happen when Christian McCaffrey? He's hurt every year for like over half the year. Do you want to give Christian McCaffrey a huge extension? What do you want to do with big money? I'm like. I That's, just they're never going to be able to trade McCaffrey because they already paid him huge money. Nobody's going to take that on. Yeah, and like, like the Saints, they like Alvin Kamara. What do you do now when you don't have a quarterback, but you've got Alvin Kamara and you've got Michael Thomas? Like, what do you? So you, you've got a terrible cap situation and no quarterback. You know, it's so like, what you have to do, so, and that's where it comes like with someone like Christian McCaffrey since they already paid him. Yeah. Basically, what happens with that is now. When you are done with him, you're 
you're you're just going to be lucky to get anything back for him at that point. Yeah. So what that means that you do is you you may only get a sixth or seventh round pick for him because because of his salary. Unless you're like, unless you tell a team like, we will eat all of his salary. We just don't want him on our team, which it would be a stupid thing to do. It would be better right. for you to just be like, we can't handle his salary. We he's a liability on our team. Like we will take a sixth or seventh round pick for him, and that's the best you'll probably get. Yeah, and then you see quarterbacks who they're late thirties and they're one in. Yeah, if you're going to trade Aaron Rodgers, does he still have value? <laughs> obviously you know yeah. like i just so yep. like when it comes back to the lions and deshaun watson that's one guy i would throw the kitchen sink at if they want three first round picks well the lions we have a lot of cap space and we have four first round picks the next two years i would give our number two overall this year the rams pick this year and our first round next year and i throw in some second rounders and i throw in if they wanted Jared Goff, if not, Jared Goff can just sit on the bench. I don't care. Who, who like, is your – what about, like, Hawkinson or St. Brown or, what, yep. or some offensive lineman or something? Sure. Like, <laughs> I'm at the point yeah. where it's like you go all in on a quarterback. What about Ndamukong Su? <laughs> I mean, I have to check with the <laughs> – check with Tampa. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I, I – Obviously, you're a division rival, and it would be bad for the Bears if the Lions right. got Deshaun Watson. But I'm in like if I from from a Lions fan's perspective, I'm in total support of this. Like the only thing that gets you hung up a little bit is thinking about what he was allegedly involved in and yeah. has now been you know cleared of. And there's some people that believe that there's no possible way he yep. was totally innocent and if you're willing to deal with the repercussions of that which maybe, there will be you'll be slammed to the media and all that like, yeah if you're prepared to deal with that then maybe you'll be okay i mean detroit's already prepared to deal with a cheater like aj hinch so i, think, <laughs> I mean yeah <laughs> and then you know what happened we have brought him in he had a good season and a year later, who's really upset about AJ Hinch? You still get some jokes occasionally. Probably but... Astros fans for not being able to have him. If <coughs> yeah. Dusty Baker instead, <laughs> right? So I just and obviously what Deshaun was alleged to have done is way worse than what AJ Hinch did. Definitely do. Yeah, I, I just I'm at the point where call me a hypocrite. Like I have my views on this, and obviously if he did any of what he's being accused of, he's a scumbag. But the NFL is full of scumbags. And am I going to start saying we can't bring anybody in who's had a DUI or domestic violence or has yeah. committed any other variety of crimes, which if you look at some of the like most favorite players across the league, you just had mentioned earlier, Tyreek Hill, like how many other guys are out there who've like beat their, their girlfriends or wives or abused their kids, Adrian Peterson, former lion, like, okay, you know, like at a certain point, right build a winning football team you yep. know um, yep. i don't need them to uh teach my so, son or like provide morals for my family i need you to just be an entertaining product and win football games that's well, that's just the thing is like so maybe you maybe the lions say okay you know what we're gonna take a, a moral stand on this we don't agree with what happens we are not gonna sign him okay well congratulations but for, for your moral stand some other team is going to get in right. like you had an opportunity to get him and you didn't because of that and again i know it sounds 
kind of cruel, but the point is, is like the NFL is clearly okay with him playing in the league. Yep. And if they're okay with it and approving it, then your team not trying to acquire him, especially if you're a team in need of a quarterback, is just doing excuse me, doing a disservice. And so yeah, if I'm the Lions, I do whatever possible to get the Texans to agree to the trade, and then I do whatever possible to get Watson to approve the trade. So I, yep. whether that's we're going to extend you for this many years, this number on the contract, we're going to give you a stock in Ford. Um, <laughs> we're going to like Eminem is going to write a song about you. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like whatever it takes. You you can star in the next Clint Eastwood movie. Like <laughs> anything. Yeah, RoboCop will be now Robo Deshaun. He'll have yeah. all all the rights. I'd make him the mayor of Detroit if it brought him to. to there the you city. go. Like I, yeah. yeah, I just I'm fully on board with. Hey, uh, the every, Lions already every si- every street sign in the in the Detroit area will be renamed Deshaun instead of Detroit. <laughs> Driving will be very confusing, but worth it. <laughs> yeah, I just I like okay the Lions. I mean, I'm biased because I'm a Lions fan, but just objectively, I think anybody who knows the state of football would say the Lions have for sure a top 10 offensive line this uh, in football. They have um, multiple guys in there that are yeah, multiple Pro Bowl, all pro, whatever. And I don't care about the Pro Bowl, but like guys who have like, um, yeah, like Sewell just came off a great year for a rookie, like one of the best uh, offensive linemen in of his age in football. You have Riola, you have like with Decker, like it, it's a great offensive line. So what did I say are the like non-negotiables you need? If you have a top 10 offensive line, it means you have a good running game. I don't care who your running back is, but by the way, it's also DeAndre Swift, who has been who's looked promising and shown flashes. You have a top half of the league tight end, probably top 10. You have emerging young players at wide receiver with the ability to pick up some more in free agency or the draft at that point, you're telling me if you put Deshaun Watson on the lions, they're not a playoff team. You know, like at that point, I think the lions and he's 26. If you give Deshaun Watson, that's crazy. I'd give him a seven or eight year deal. Oh yeah. And and he would make the playoffs most of those years. Like he immediately makes you a contender. You honestly could just do a 10 year deal. (laughs) I would like, yeah, it's just, and I'd give him most of that money guaranteed. I don't care what you have to do to like stand out from the pack, but there's not that many other teams out there looking for receivers. The Steelers yeah. just got their, or I mean, for quarterbacks, the Steelers just got theirs. Who are you competing against? Indianapolis, Seattle, well, well, Carolina. Indianapolis tried, but you see the Texans rejected the trade. Yeah, because it's within the division. So yeah. it's like, okay, the options are narrowing. And I haven't heard a ton of people talk about the Lions. Minnesota because- extended Cousins. Yeah, they've got their quarterback of the future. <laughs> uh, That's because people think the Lions are they. The Lions are a, a joke. They're a laughing stock. I don't. Yeah, think no one takes ever, them seriously. Yeah, yeah. which, which is I mean, deserved, rightfully but, so. I mean, right. I just I trust our new uh, GM and head coach. I think after one year, they've done a really good job. And unfortunately, I don't think anything's going to happen. Whether it's because of them or because of the owners or whatever, I don't know. I just I think it's worth mentioning because a real organization who really cared about winning would go out and make the move like the Tigers have, like the Red Wings when they went and got Steve Eiserman. Like you make that bold move and say, like, hey, we're serious about winning. We're gonna go make a move, you know? Like yep. 
I just, when's the last time any team in Detroit has went out and got the big name guy? Probably when Prince the Tigers Fielder. went and got Prince Fielder. Yeah. yeah. It's like the last time that any of my teams went out and got like a top five person in the game. Um, That's an interesting question. So I don't know. It's just before Prince Fielder probably would have been Marion Hosa. Yeah. Like, because when they brought in Cabrera, he wasn't considered that great. And that was even further ago. I mean, yeah. It it didn't work out, but you could argue Blake Griffin. Yeah, but even then, it was like people who knew anything about basketball were like, "You're already getting him post post, post peak prime, yeah, and yeah, prime, he's yeah. yeah an aging player whose entire game is based on physical play. It's like the writing was on the wall that it wasn't going to work. But yeah, that's true. yeah. I don't know. It's just I just want the bold move, you know, and again if it, assuming it doesn't happen i'm still happy with where we're at in the rebuild i think you're doing things the right way i just part of it being a selfish fan part of it is being realistic about i don't know who we get this year and then next year am i just gonna bank on like bryce young or cj stroud if this team improves this year and you're picking kind of eight to twelve all right, do I are you, do I know for sure you're going to be able to move up and get one of those two guys? Like you're you're taking How a dare lot you of leave risks. DJ you and Galilee off of that list <laughs> very easily. <laughs> Doctor Pepper sponsored DJ ukulele um, and Spencer Rattler. Yeah, Spencer Rattler might never start for a college team. Actually, again. honestly, I think Spencer Rattler is going to have a bounce back here. I could see it. I think He's his stock is going to sure. be up leading into next year's draft. I think he there's, he could definitely play himself back into being like a a borderline first round, third or fourth off the board kind of guy. Yep. Yeah, he's in a low pressure situation because he's in the SEC, but not at a school where anyone expects him to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, and so that'll put him on like a bunch of eyeballs, big time games. If he does like basically what like Johnny Manziel did, where it's oh, he like can sit on my eyeballs anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> Where he like th- pulls off a big upset against a big oh, name yeah. school or something. <laughs> pull, pull it off. Yeah. I All don't right. Know. Anyway, I, as yeah. a Lions fan, that's just where I would like to see us go, but it won't happen. So let's let's break it up a little bit with my one star review of the Pizza yes. Hut in okay, Manchester, so this Tennessee. Is, this is the Pizza Hut. All right. Yeah. Every everyone out pizzas this Pizza Hut because everywhere oh. else I've ordered from has actually delivered the food I paid for. What's <laughs> even worse is they stole food from my one and three year old. Oh, the Manchester no, Pizza Hut hates children and doesn't care about your family. So <laughs> don't even. Jeez, <laughs> I said that in all caps. So don't even bother picking up the phone. Nothing classier than the driver stealing our food lying to the girl answering phones and the girl insisting to us that the driver was right as someone visiting from chicago the capital of pizza i was already stooping low to give pizza hut some business but i didn't anticipate having to stoop to the level of the degenerate assholes that apparently work here oh one star (laughs) and this is only the second worst experience a chicago natives had with a pizza hut if you watch the last dance (laughs) right (laughs) accurate very accurate so wow well that's good so you've got another one for that nail place right yeah all right let's save that this is great um i'm really glad you thought to find these so 
Well, I think wow. you told me to find them, but okay. Um, all <laughs> Never right. Never thought of that. It's genius. <laughs> um, right. Any other NFL notes? I don't think so. I know we have a lot more to get to. Yep. So I know we have like a whole little NBA section. We'll have a bigger NBA, more time for NBA in a future episode when the season is over. Probably we'll have some like Pistons postseason thoughts and we'll have some Bulls in the postseason thoughts. Yep. We'll um, do draft stuff. Yeah. That, yeah. That. We, we have a lot to get to because we still have March Madness to cover and baseball returning. So just real briefly, the Bulls are slowly but surely getting healthier. Alex Crusoe is back, but Zach Levine is continuing to nurse uh, a knee that is bothering him. When's Ball back? I don't know when Lonzo Ball's back, and I don't know when and if Patrick Williams will be back. There's rumors that they both will be back in time for the playoffs, Ooh. but I think that time is dwindling, so it kind of needs to happen soon. Okay. Um, but Caruso back is very helpful in and of itself. So, yeah. The Bulls were down by like 20 to the Kings. We're watching live. And thank you for the, the suggestion. We live bet them plus, what was it, like 11 and a half, and they've closed it to like 10. So, yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, so, and I think you'll get one more push from them in the fourth. Yeah. They're a better team than the Kings. So, yeah. and which has been like, speaking of gambling and stuff, one of the better strategies I've had is like, wait till a good team, especially like in hockey, goes down a goal yep. and you get them at plus money um yeah so it's always a good strategy so okay um basketball i'll just say we got together we watched bulls pistons that was super fun that was great yeah yeah at some point i want to go to a pistons game in detroit to take you so you can see little caesar's arena we've already been to the united center um i'll do just the, say do the red wings play at little caesar's too yep yeah okay. they do now too so um, i'd go to we could, game. we could go there for that because i've never even been to a red wings game so holy crap what a block um so I'll just say Cade Cunningham, I'm going to save some of this for postseason because I'm assuming he's going to win Rookie of the Year. Um, I Probably, am ca yeah. I'm calling my shot now. He is going to be a superstar in the league, and I think he's already like a top – I don't even want to put a number on it really a, – a top player when it comes to like young players in the league. And within a couple of years, he's going to be a top three player in the league. I'm going to say it now. That sounds ridiculous considering how many great young players are out there, but I think he's going to be part of that new crop of guys like John ja Morant or like he's a little older, but even like Luka Doncic, you know, like guys like that that are like the face of the NBA. I think he's going to be there. Yeah. Um oh, I I we we talked about this off the air the other night and yeah. I I I had said that I think I had forgotten about Luka, but yeah. I I definitely like you bring up Luka and definitely Ja Morant and Cade, like, they're going to be the new, like, when you think of a trio of, like, like, the, the trio of the past decade and a half or so has been, like, Steph, Durant, and LeBron James, right? Yep. And if you think of the next trio, it's probably those three. Yeah. So. And it sounds crazy. And maybe that sounds biased as a Pistons fan, but he's putting up insane numbers. He just broke the record for Pistons players, most consecutive 20-point games, not for rookies or anything, but just for Pistons players in Pistons history. Um, he's led all rookies in scoring every month of this season. He's the Pistons leader in points, assists, steals, and he's second on the team in rebounds, 
He's basically doing everything on this team by himself, and that's when Killian except Hayes has beating been the hurt. Bulls. <laughs> yeah, except winning games. <laughs> he's doing this as like the only ball handler too, because Killian Hayes, who hasn't been great, he's at least another option to bring the ball up court. He's doing that without him. I really do think it's not a question of if he will be a star. It's just a question of will he be on the Pistons long term as a star? Like, yeah. can we build the team around him to keep him? Um, because with today's NBA and free agency, I think there is a possibility the rebuild doesn't work. You get some bad contracts, things don't look good, and you're looking at him hitting free agency yep. and being a superstar somewhere else. And I can't handle Stafford and Cade doing that. <laughs> That's all I'll say. But Well, um, let's move on and let's do our MLB talk and then we can kind of finish with our bracket. Yep. Um, so I don't even remember what day it was, but it was uh but but it was the day I think it was last Thursday, which would have been March 10th, I believe. This is after like 99 days, I think, of negotiating. Baseball finally decided to get their act together and they came to an agreement with the players. And then literally an hour after that was announced the Bears announced they traded Khalil Max. So that was kind of a crazy hour. But anyway, baseball's back and it feels so good. I am pumped about this Cubs season, not even because the Cubs are going to be good, just because it means that I get to watch baseball, I get to listen to baseball on the radio. I I we have had discussions on this podcast before that baseball like from a sensory perspective is the best sport to be at yep. and to experience between the sounds the smells the tastes everything oh yeah oh yeah is the tastes well oh like the food <laughs> yeah <laughs> jeez <Because> like, <laughs> i was thinking like play in the game of baseball i rem- i mean i remember like i always kind of liked the smell and taste of like my mitt yeah like the leather yeah especially if you use like the leather like polish stuff on it yeah, like the leather, you know, whips and gags and yeah, yeah. lube it up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so anyway, An American I am pumped time. that baseball's back. I'm pumped too because just because I I want to go to some games with the pandemic and everything. I haven't been to a I haven't been to a Cubs game since I think 2018 or 19. It's been a while. Yeah. So I can't wait to go to a Cubs game. I'm wanting to go to some South Bend Cubs games since that's closer to me Ooh. too. That's the single A pretty cheap too. affiliate. Oh, yeah. Very cheap. And then we've talked that we want to go to a Tigers game. Yeah. Um, so I want to go to that. Also, good news for us and this podcast is that part of the MLB's changes that they made with the CBA agreement is that now every year, every team is going to play I every saw team. saw this. Yeah. Which a lot of people were upset about. Because they're like, I want more games against AL. Those people like, are for the boomers. Tigers. Yeah, for like teams within my own division. Don't be a loser. The like, NBA does that, but you know what happens is that in the end, the NBA like like they still play more games against the teams in their division and the yep. teams in their conference than they do, but they still play every team. Yeah. No, you know what I want to see as a fan who actually watches a lot of the games? I want to be able to once a year have a chance to see somebody like Shohei Otani play the Tigers. Exactly. And he's AL, so like it's more likely. What well, about you do, te- well, like you, in the, the Dodgers? Model, or whatever, in the old you know? model, 
you would have you would play the Angels every time because they're AL, but you yeah, would only so. play you I think the way they have done it in the past is like I wanna say so I know you play every team within your league like for two full series and then you play obviously everybody in your division for like five five or six series and then you play 20 games or whatever against the other league or right right and so they usually matched up with like two of the four divisions you end up playing and you play two series each one at home one away so yeah with the dodgers one year you might have a great chance of seeing the dodgers and the next year you won't see the dodgers at all yeah so yeah i i like this better because as somebody who likes going to games and you can do it pretty cheap i think there's something cool about being able to see superstars from other teams that are kind of like a you know like a a novelty or something almost because it's like i barely ever see them they're in the other like the other uh the other side of baseball you know like well i mean there's so much star talent on the west coast right now between Otani and Trout, all of the Dodgers, and then the Padres too with Machado and Tatis, Tatis Jr. Yep. And then also like where's their other stars? Like Vlad Guerrero Jr., yep. but he's in Canada. Like I rarely see anything with the Blue Jays. Like yeah, that would be exciting to see more of that too. You For know? sure. No, I think it's great, especially because they're doing Universal DH, which I, I think you that agreed too. with, right? Yeah. And so I, for me, I've been a huge like hater of pitchers hitting being a fan of an al team and i it's just like okay do we really need to see max scherzer go like over 60 again this coming year and risk injury you know like it's kind of cool when you'd have a guy who is a good hitter and a pitcher comes in and hits a home run but it's like okay how often do you get that relative to just bad at bats and at bats that disrupt the flow of the game so i think universal dh is great i think it gives opportunities to older players i think like gives you more options as far as what you do with a lineup you can hire a like you could bring in a big name hitter to a big contract and not worry about them being a liability in the field Kyle Schwarber, kind of, yeah because yeah, you can put them in at the dh spots like like miguel cabrera the dh is made for a player like miguel cabrera i know it's american league but now you can have guys like that in the national league too where it's like hey maybe it is worth giving a look to somebody like Maybe a team brings in like Albert Pujols when he went to the Angels. An NL team can make a move like that now and not have to worry about, can I put this traffic cone at first base? I actually saw that. So Albert Pujols is 42 this year. And I think I saw he's 20, like 21 home runs away from 700. And people were saying. That's a huge. Yeah. People were saying there is. Especially if the NL has DH, which obviously now it does, yep. there's gonna be a team out there that takes a chance with him. Partially, just like honestly, part of you just has to do it in honor of him being that close to 700. <laughs> you know, and if there's nobody, if there's not a big market for him, but he wants to play, he would take a one year deal somewhere. Yeah, you know, like how many home runs does Miggy have again? He just hit 500 this past year. Oh, okay. It's like he's a great hitter. But I thought he was closer a... to 600 for some reason. I think it was 500 he just hit. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, it was. But so anyway, no, it's uh, I'm I'm stoked that baseball's back. I cannot wait to go to some games. I miss Wrigley Field, um, and 
you know, I referred to my uncle, my late uncle earlier this episode. Um, he was a huge Cubs fan. And so uh, during the memorial service, there was a slideshow showed a bunch of pictures of him at Cubs games. And it just made me be like, man, I, I need to go back to some of those. Like I am, I am ready. So yeah. it is, uh, it's like baseball is a sport. That's just such a romantic sport for me too, because it is. it's like that's a good way to describe it. It's such a like, other sports aren't tied to like a season the way like okay the only other one is football and it's fall and that makes sense because those ones that played are played outside you don't get that nostalgic feeling tied to the seasons of like oh i smell the smell of like winter in the air that means it's nba season like (laughs) you know it's just like i do say i will say i I will smell like one of my favorite smells is like late september you go to like an apple orchard and you you have the smell of fall you have the smell of like cider the smell of like fresh meats and cheeses to me that's a football smell oh so football yeah and so that's notre dame is already blowing a lead against usc (laughs) like it is (laughs) meant to be (laughs) yeah so it's like that too is like football is very much the same way but baseball too especially like you're getting towards the summer and Mm. plus like i've played baseball a lot growing up so it's like you can identify with that too and like i play on like a city league softball team and stuff too so it's like that's all tied to it but it's just like the ability to go to lots of games and i know people hate on baseball because it's so many games and i get that but it's because there's so many games you can go to a game for twenty dollars a lot of times baseball like because of that, I went to a ton of games as a yep, kid. You know, same. And I'm looking forward to doing that now as an adult, like because again, it's affordable. And I'm looking for like my daughter, and maybe you feel this way with your son too, since they're both four. Like, yeah, I feel like they're finally getting close to that age where I would consider buying a ticket for them. Yeah, because I think they would actually stay engaged for at least yep. most of it. You know, and you know what I'll never do: buy a ticket to an NFL game with a five-year-old because yeah, if they don't affordable. sit still. I'm out however many hundred dollars I just wasted. Right. If I take them to a baseball game and they want to leave at the sixth inning, fine. <laughs> you know? Yep. It's no big deal. Especially so. like especially a minor league game. Like I mentioned the South Bend yeah. Cubs. I were one hundred percent will be taking my daughter to a South Bend Cubs game because it's like yeah. okay, I'm paying nine dollars to be here. I know. It's and like, hey, you want to spend the whole fourth inning just walking around and looking at stuff? Cool. Yeah. You know? Yep. yep. Yeah. For sure, yeah. No, and I was gonna say, in terms of sensory stuff, baseball is special because all of again the different senses that you experience, like it's touch. Oh, it's special. Well, I was gonna say it's special for um, the spring, the summer, and the fall. Like there are distinct spring days where I'm like, man, it smells like baseball season. Summer days, man, it feels like baseball season. And in those crisp fall days, sometimes you're like, man, it is the World Series Playoff right now. Like, baseball, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm so glad they're back. Yeah. I just want them to get their crap together and not continue, not destroy the sport. Baseball is too, like, and it's easy to forget this sometimes because I get so frustrated with the way the sport is run. But when it's like, okay, baseball's back, it's a celebration, I can start looking ahead to the games. It's a reminder that to me, by far, my second favorite sport um oh yeah hockey's great basketball's great both have their place and there's times when i care about those more than baseball because the baseball team's really bad or something but 
man, like the excitement leading up to baseball opening day is unlike anything other than football opening days, you know? Yes. So now that we have that on the calendar, start looking ahead. The the Tigers open up their season with a series against the White Sox. Like, man, it just like almost gives you the chills to think about. Yep. Um, So whether they finally solved their issues or not, which I have a a suspicion they did not solve a lot of these issues. (laughs) You still have the same bums in charge of decision making. I think you still have an issue but with like team owners and owners not caring and all that. But for this week, we can ignore all that because baseball is at least back. Yep, you are correct. So, um, we, even though baseball is back, we have one more big sports season that we are going through right now. I'm trying to send this link to us so we are good to go. Billiards. Um, oh. Yeah, you like billiards? Yeah. You like these balls. <laughs> uh, let's paste this link you here. here. Oh, shoot. Um, in, in the meantime, though, everyone, uh, we mentioned earlier we're, we're watching the Bulls-Kings game, and uh, the Bulls are making it interesting, that's for sure. Sweet. So sending the link. All right. Um, let me check one other thing real quick. We also bet on the Bucks plus one and a half, and they were up ten. It looked really good, and now they're down four. Womp womp. Sad. Um, and before we do our bracket, I do have one more review for you. Okay. If you want to hear it, one star again. Yep. Then I want to hear it. One star for Q Nail Art in Long Grove, Illinois. Like the letter Q or, or like Deer Park, Q-U-E? Illinois. like a No, lot. the letter Q. The letter Q, oh. Nail Art in Deer Park, Illinois. Okay. I, w- I went to this nail salon hoping for a fun opportunity to use a nail gun as advertised. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> okay, this is good. They, I love, too, that you just straight up lie. I went to this nail yeah. salon. <laughs> they did, in fact used the nail gun but it was on my forehead i couldn't believe the experience and shang dong was very rude to me she told me <laughs> how do you spell that <laughs> x-i-a-n-g-d-o-n-g nice she told me i looked like a rock troll and told me to get lost in disneyland i don't know what that means <laughs> i don't watch disney but shang dong was the worst regardless also, my wife and sister went to this nail salon not expecting a nail gun usage and expecting a properly done manicure, and they were devastated by how their fingers were mangled and mutilated by the woman who serviced them. They left in tears and felt robbed of all their money and dignity. Some of this review is 100% real. Some is not. I'll let you decide. Happy Kwanzaa. Wow. That ties it all together with happy Kwanzaa. That yep. was all over the place but i loved it <laughs> and and at the end like like i said basically i'll let you all know the last half of that with my wife and sister being very upset with how it went that's the part that was 100 percent real <laughs> but i like that i left it ambiguous <laughs> i love i love too that the storytelling it was kind of like a fan fiction which yeah yeah it's been popular recently we've <laughs> yeah <laughs> some other text, hypothetical yeah. text yeah, stories right. of, yeah so that's great. Yeah. I'll, and when was this? That's your most recent one, right? Um, Do you ever leave good reviews? <laughs> no, I've only left these three bad ones. Nice. 
Yeah. So it's like a special occasion to get a review from you. Yeah, no, 100%. So I feel like if you leave a good review for a place, unless you're like related to the people who own it or so, it's like a family owned thing, if you leave a good review for like a chain restaurant, you're a loser. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> do I really need to go out and leave a good review for like my local Arby's? Like, no one cares. <laughs> right. I can tell that my right. beef and cheddar was crafted with love. By the time you f- push save on your review, the guy who made that's already found a new job. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, shoot. Uh, all right. All right. This is great audio for everyone. I'm trying to get us logged in so we can do our bracket here together. I have the women's tournament. We can fill out a W or a women's college bracket. Okay, I've got a bracket. If you want to, I can make it as we go. Well, no, no, no. Oh, I, just so I, you can see it, right, too? Well, if you recall. So why don't you tell them what we're going to do? Because we did this last year, and we're doing something like this again this year. All right, so last year we did a bracket, I believe, based on the teams our wives would pick to win. And we could do that based on, like, their name sounds cool or it's a cute animal or, like, whatever reasoning we wanted, right? So this year, we're going to do a bracket, and I think this is what we've decided, based on the sexiest mascot. Is that what we're doing? Yes, I believe so. So, and again, if they have, like, one of the actual, like, mascots that somebody wears, like the stuffed like a costume, costume that you put on yeah then that's what we're talking about but if it doesn't or we have never seen one then it's just based on like whatever we think that the mascot would look like and we can make whatever justification we want because it's our show and there's no rules so right so you have a bracket up i am almost there keep going i'm almost there <laughs> um some of these I know, like I've looked a little bit at them, like trying to do a serious bracket. And a few of these while I was doing that, I was like, okay, that's going to be a really good one for like our funny bracket later. <laughs> All right. I haven't even looked at, I haven't even had a chance to do a real bracket yet for myself. So yeah, I will get, I haven't that. done our serious one yet, which again, we are doing a, we're doing one with shoot your shot sports, Richie. And that's what I just did. I, this bracket we're filling out. I entered in the shoot your shot sports one. So Oh, okay. Did you, yeah. you started a new thing for that on that? I just did a separate account. But you were able to join the same group, right? Yes. All right, let's do that then. So, Because it would be funny to actually submit this. It would be easy to so, track. So, first of all, before we start, are you excited for March Madness? <sighs> I am. In past oh. years, it's been... <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> Can you tell, right? <laughs> In the past, it's been because Michigan was really good, too. And so it's like, as a Michigan fan, I get excited. Yeah, Yeah, it's like I can get excited because I think we'll make a deep run. This year, Michigan sucks. Like, they still made the tournament, whatever. Like, I know it's a relative term because there's a lot of teams they're better than. The fact they made the tournament and that they're favored in their first game against a team that's seeded way higher than them means people think Michigan's at least got a shot to make a somewhat of a run. But I don't think they're going to do anything, like, significant this season. But I am excited just because March Madness, like the crazy upsets, the fact that you have so many games in such a short amount of time. Um, and they're all single elimination. Yeah, they're fun. all single elimination. And it like the layout they have is like 
one of the best postseasons, probably the best postseason in all sports. It's electric. I mean, yeah. the closest thing I think we ever got to that was two years ago during the COVID year in baseball when yeah. they had like single 14 stuff. baseball teams make it. And they, yeah, they did. It, it wasn't single elimination style, but it was the first series was best of three. Yeah. And they had so many games they were trying to play that it was like overlapping, which is what happens with March Madness. And then the next closest thing we got to that was this week, this year, doing Super Wild Card Weekend, where they had yep um, three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, and, and that one was game on Monday. Awesome, yeah. Even that though the like, games were not great, no, but I just fun. loved the volume of games. It was yeah. great, yeah. So. With March Madness, uh, you didn't ask me how I'm feeling about it, but I'm very excited. Don't care. It is. I always, <laughs> I've, I still have yet to find a team I'm really wanting. Well, Notre Dame's in it this year. Well, they're in the plan, I think, aren't they? No, they're. Uh, I think they're like a. No, they're playing Rutgers they? to play. Yeah, in. that's. Is that a plan? Yeah, it's a plan. For which? For against Alabama, and. The Did last Alabama year? one seed. No, there's six. Does the play-in not play this the number one seed? Oh no, they don't. That's the other thing. Yeah. But the last time, I don't know how I feel about that because the last few times Notre Dame has played Alabama, oof, yeah, has <laughs> been too good. But that was when Brian Kelly was here. So um, <laughs> scumbag. But anyway, no. So I okay, mean, I'll probably. Right. Yeah. I always kind of choose a couple local teams that I'll kind of like keep an eye on. So like I'll low key cheer for Notre Dame. I'll cheer for IU cause they're in a planned game. Yep. I'll cheer for U of I like I'll, I'll cheer for our, those three teams. Well, you have Illinois and Loyola both too. Yeah. Like all, any of them I will cheer for over who they're playing until they play each other. Then I don't really know what I'll do if yeah. that gets to that point. Um, but yeah, I so don't think it's really a sport though where you have to like have a rooting interest. You could just enjoy the chaos of like how the bracket exactly. Out. And yeah. I've had so much fun with it since then, and ever since I've been involved with sports sports betting too, that's oh, made it yeah. a lot more fun. This that March and the Madness brackets is an and... absolutely wild betting event. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yep, it is very fun. So I'm really looking forward to it getting started. Uh, I will. I have to figure out what I'm going to do for betting actually because I'm going to be in north carolina for vacation someone have, have points bet i don't know <laughs> but i might have to f- open a new account if they do so i can play jeez um, yeah so yeah you're right but anyway let's get started on this bracket so we're going what was it again we're doing the sexiest mascot the most arousing mascots all right so what i'm gonna need you to do look up the ones we don't know yeah i mean i don't even know what the names of some of these are so like the very first one I'm looking at in the Western region is the number one seed Gonzaga Bulldogs against number 16 GAST. Is that Georgia State? Georgia State. And Georgia State is your mom. Pounce. How, pounce? Is, so as the, they do have Wait. like a stuffed mascot named Pounce. So they're that the Georgia. Very promiscuous. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I think we already know what we're doing. <laughs> Pounce is the Blue Panther Georgia State mascot. Yeah, we're doing. I'm so pounce all over me. Oh, Georgia yeah. State with the shocking upset, sixteen over one seed. That would be something if because again, it's, it's unbelievable. 16, it never happened until Virginia, and it'd be crazy if it happened twice in a couple years. Yeah, by the Golden Retrievers, USMBC yeah. Retrievers. All right, 
Number eight, Boise State. I don't even know what they're the Broncos. Broncos and Memphis Tigers. Go Tigers. Um, based on show history, <laughs> well, I think a horse is probably uh, a that's actually a good argument. I was going to say tiger is usually used as a term of endearment towards a sexy individual, like, hey, tiger. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're a stallion. Yeah, let's do boys. I got State. I my vote goes for the horse, and yeah. I guess we haven't even talked about this. If horse! we disagree. We could try, we could try to convince each other, or ultimately we could come down to a coin flip. And we won't spend too long on any of these. But all right, yeah. next we have UConn Huskies, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And Nor- New Mexico State University. Uh, looks like a band. New Mexico State University Pistol Pete, the Aggies. Wait, 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 wait. So Pistol Pete is their name. Pistol P is the name of the mascot, I guess. Since 2013, I mean, their logo has sexy. been a caricature of Old West gunfighter and lawman Frank Pistol P. Eaton. How long is his Copied son? from Oklahoma State. It's not very long, but he no. looks like he knows what to do with it. <laughs> Give me. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Pistol P. Pistol P. And you're filling this out as we go, right? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Cool. So we'll go through the first round for everything, and then we'll come back to the <sighs> so later. That was games. another big upset. Yeah. All and right. then the rest of them should go quicker because we already know so what's there. We have an Arkansas Razorback. Oh yeah. Or what is UVM? Vermont. Okay. Vermont basketball is the Vermont Catamounts. Oh, what yeah. is that? But it has the word mount in it. Um that's gotta be. That looks like I it's mean, some kind of cat. What is a cat? Dude, I, I mean, that's got to be better than a pig. Catamount right? is basically a cougar, a medium-sized oh, or easy, large okay. wild cat, especially a cougar. Easy decision. Definitely the cougar. I'd like that cat to Give mount me. The, me. We, the both catamounts. Of us, both of us are married to women older than us. So. Oh, yeah, we are. <laughs> Good for us. All right. Next, we have Alabama. Crimson Tide against mm. either Rutgers or Notre Dame. So what is Rutgers again? Scarlet the Knights. Scarlet Knights. And the Fighting Irish. So we have a lot of two name mm. team names here. So we have Roll. The Crimson Tide. Yeah. Scarlet Knights. Scarlet Knights and Fighting Irish. Fighting Irish. <sighs> okay, so the question is we don't know whether it's Rutgers or Notre Dame. I gotta be honest, Crimson Tide doesn't sound sexy. It sounds like something sounds else like is no. going on. <laughs> Yeah. Sounds like you picked the wrong <laughs> wrong week to yeah. <laughs> But I feel like I do have a Scarlet Knight or a mm. Leprechaun in my pocket, if you will know. Okay. What I, mean. <laughs> I think so, that we give the nod either way to either of those teams yeah. over. So that's okay. the eleven seed, Rutgers slash Notre Dame. Okay. I don't want a Crimson Tide on hanky panky time. I mean, if it happens, it happens, but yeah. I'd prefer not to. Yeah. yeah. Tr- All right. You're not a real warrior, though, so you get blood on your sword, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> you earn your red wings. Texas Tech and Montana State, I think. Montana MTSC. State. Yep. I think they're the Bobcats. The okay. Texas Tech Red Raiders, Montana uh, State. Oh, oh. <laughs> Texas Tech all the way. Yeah, it's got to be. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> no disrespect to the, yeah, Montana State University, yeah. but yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, we'll go with Patrick Raiders. Mahomes alum. <laughs> or uh, not alum. He is an alum, but his, uh, what's called, alma mater. All right. We have MSU. Michigan State University. And Davidson Wildcats. Yeah. Which is based in North Carolina, apparently. I don't know. Spartans are kind of like Trojans, right? Mm, true. But a wildcat also sounds... And the Spartans were known for being promiscuous. Were they? Yeah. Usually within the same gender. <laughs> and the Spartans were also known for, like, you know, doing things in groups of 300. True. Yeah. I think wildcat, at this point, we have enough cats that were way more appealing to me based Don't on like other suggestive cat? names the cat amounts oh, and the cats. yeah the whatever the other one was i think that this cat doesn't do much <laughs> could be yikes <laughs> Wait, no, this, this cat doesn't do much for me <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm not feeling this cat um i'd go with the spartans I think it's just a little bit of a unique From the mouth of a Michigan fan, we will go with that. I'll go with the Spartan. Next, we have the Duke Blue Devils and whatever in the world CSUF is. Um, That looks like it would be CSU Fullerton. Okay. (laughs) CFU. Yeah. So what is their team name? Um, (laughs) California State University Fullerton. Tuffy the Titan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, no more questions at this time. It will be Tuffy the Titan. All right, uh, do we want to finish that region, or do we want to keep sure. going? Tuffy the Titan is an elephant. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, think. Give me that yeah. junk in the trunk. CSU Fullerton. It's a it's an elephant named Tuffy the Titan. Oh, yeah. oh man! I see an, a, a surprising run from young Tuffy. <laughs> Do we want to go ahead and just put him in over Michigan State? Sure. Yeah. Let's just mark. All him right. There. So let's keep. So real quick recap: first yep. round, Georgia State over Gonzaga. That's the Georgia State. What was the team name? Uh. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, I think it was just was it just Panthers or Georgia right. State Panthers men's basketball? Was it okay. Pounce? Oh yeah, Pounce. Pounce was the name of the mascot. That's right. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then we have the Broncos of Boise State. Nay. We have the we have Pistol Pete and the Catamounts facing off. <laughs> we have either a Scarlet Knight or a Fighting Irish Leprechaun against the Red Raiders. Okay. And we've already advanced Tuffy against the Spartans. So I vote, even though I do like my little leprechaun, I think I would go with the Red Raiders over those. Okay. Agreed? Yes, I do. Okay. Also, real quick note, it's a good thing we're recording here on Audacity because or on StreamYard because Audacity just crashed. What the heck? Okay. Okay. All right. You better check your storage on your computer. That's probably yeah. Fine. I don't know what. Yeah. All right. New Mexico. So Pistol Pete and Catamount. Ooh. Mm. I'd probably go with Catamount. Yep. Okay. Just because I mean Pistol Pete. I love 
that whole theme and everything, but it's not there's enough other cowboys and stuff. Catamount is just super unique. So now Bronco or Pounce. <sighs> I mean, I love the name Pounce. Yeah. I'd probably go with that. I just part yep. of me does want the horse to go further, but I, it's hard to justify. We'll probably come across other pounce. horses. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So now the so we have now the catamounts and pounce mm. facing off. Wow. I got a catamount here personally. Yeah, they're both such great names. Well deserved, tough matchup. Well, if you want to talk about a tough matchup, we now have Tuffy and the Red Raiders. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Very literally I'd... a Tuffy. I got to give it to Tuffy if it's me. I could be convinced, though. I mean, I there's the word raid and something raiding something that's red or that pinkish kind of color. Ooh. Yeah, I know. It's hard. Um, oh, it is hard. But because Do we want to flip a coin? Yeah, let's flip a coin. All right. I feel like. Uh, all right. Flip a coin. Tails will be the Red Raiders. Okay. Appropriately. Ed will be Tuffy. Oh, Flip. Yeah. It is heads. All right. Tuffy moves on. Let's go. And Tuffy, Tuffy automatically gets a pass to the final four. <laughs> oh, awesome. Over who? Um, over the catamounts. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. The South region. Okay. Are you ready to Google some I would names love again? To, go to the South region with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Arizona. Wildcats. Okay. And then they're playing the plan of WRST slash BRY. Right state and Bryant, maybe. Uh, Let's see. It looks like it's. Jeez. Yeah, it's going to take too long. Arizona. Right, Arizona moves <laughs> on. Okay. Yay. Seton Hall and TCU. All right. The TCU. Now this is going to be is that the hard toads? to beat. Is the horned frogs? Uh, uh isn't it the horny toads? No, it's the horned frogs. Are you I sure? mean, that's basically what it is. But yeah, I wish it was the horny toads. Yeah, that'd be easy be to say. Yeah. Well, the Seaton pirates Hall. are Seton Hall. <sighs> they do like that booty. Um, <laughs> I think it's a tough opening matchup, but anytime you're going against the Horned Frogs, yeah. it's just too much to overcome. So, all right, you could have made a run in a better region, but Houston yeah. and UAB. Okay, UAB is the Blazers. It's a dragon. Okay, um, nice. which is okay. Yeah, a blazing right. <laughs> feeling is probably not what you want after. Um, might want to get that checked On out. Your dragon, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. And then what was the other one? Houston? Is yes. that just uh Blazers it is. Okay. <laughs> Let me look real quick. Shasta is the mascot of University of Houston. It's a cougar. Yeah. Oh, I mean well, I, we already went with Cougar though. Yeah, okay. That's fine. We can do a Blazer. I like UAB, yeah. All right. U of I fighting Illini against UTC. Which sounds like a venereal disease. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the University of Chattanooga, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. And their mascot is named 
scrappy. Um, eh. Let me see here. Chattanooga basketball. They're probably at least more politically correct than the fighting Illini. <laughs> yes. Name Scrappy was born. There is not a lot of. All right. Yeah, Scrappy's not doing much for me, honestly. I can't even tell what All animal right, so he is. So Illinois moves on. Okay. Yep. Disappointing. C- CSU and is that the Rams? Colorado State Rams against Michigan Wolverines. Who? It's got to be the Rams. Oh, yeah. You got to ram it in there. Yeah, sure. you do. Yep. All right. The we Rams. have the Tennessee Volunteers. Oh, this is an obvious one. And Longwood. Longwood. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> volunteer could be an interesting I, Volunteer is a great one, actually. Implications of that. I volunteer, all that. But Longwood is going to make. <laughs> That's going to be hard quite, to beat. It's going to make quite a run in this tournament. I'm not going to make any final four projections, but I think we're looking at a real contender here in Longwood if, University. If you know what I mean, it's going to be a hard one to beat. Mm. Longwood, right. you want to know the name of their mascot? Sure. They're in Farmville, Virginia. It's a horse. Oh. Named Elwood. Aww. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Ohio State Buckeyes and Loyola Chicago Ramblers. <sighs> Ramblers could have interesting implications. I don't maybe. really have a leaning either way on this one either. I don't either. Buckeyes doesn't do much for me. I mean, beside like rhymes for the first part of their name. Yeah. Want to flip a coin? Let's just. Or we can just pick one. I think we would both rather see the Ramblers win over Ohio State. Yeah, let's just go with the Ramblers. Right. And the dog is sticking its tongue out quite provocatively Ooh, in the logo. like. You have the peanut butter ready to go. Uh, All right, extra chunky. Nova and Delaware. Delaware. All right, I, is Villanova the Wildcats? I think so. Um. Let me see Delaware basketball mascot is UD. The Ooh. Delaware Fighting Blue Hens. That sounds pretty dope, to be honest with you. Yeah, like a blue chicken, and it's the name of it is UD. <laughs> oh. What? Oh, yeah. Y O U D E E. Delaware moves on. Okay. Next, yep. we have Arizona against the Horned Frogs. Horned Frogs Horny move on. Toads. We have the Blazers against the Fighting Illini. Mm, say Blazers. All right. We have the Rams against Longwood. Let's come back to that. Oh, that's a tough matchup. <laughs> Loyola. So we have the Ramblers and. What, the hens, the blue hens, fighting hens, fighting blue hens. What was it? I hate it when fighting I get, blue hens. I hate it when I get left with blue hens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you sold me. If you want to go with them, <laughs> <laughs> all right. I that mean, was good. Rams are long. I feel like you have to do long ones. I do too. You I have love, to. I love having the Rams. Yeah, but no Longwood. It's like. Full full disclosure. I don't know how. Full mast. <laughs> I don't know how. In based on the t- the criteria we're using, a team called Longwood could ever lose. I know. <laughs> Just being honest, <laughs> I will be open to being convinced, depending what the matchups are later. But Longwood horned frog, 
Horn frogs or blazers? Horn frogs. Horn right? frogs. Yep. And then we have longwood or the blue hens. The blue longwood. fighting wood. Yep. All I right. like. I mean, this is a tough competition at this point. Tougher then, than the last region. And then but. longwood moves on against the horned frogs, probably. I would say for sure, but man, that's a couple of tough <laughs> I would, games. I really to beat the Rams. Hold on. There we go. The Blue Hens and the Horn Frogs. Those are all teams that could have made deeper runs in other regions. But if you know all right. I mean. In the eastern region, we have the Baylor Bears and would you pronounce this Norfolk State? <laughs> Depending how we want to <laughs> Norfolk. <laughs> I had. Are you familiar with the author William Faulkner? <laughs> William Faulkner. <laughs> <laughs> I had a professor in college who like very clearly said Faulkner every time. Yes. <laughs> what a legend! <laughs> All right, Norfolk State. All right, <laughs> the sold. Spartans. I'm so. Sold. I mean, the Spartans don't do anything for me, but yeah, I mean, yeah, based on the name, we'll go with. That. I mean. Yeah, and I just want to. I mean, have the more only reason I would go with bear is because of B A R E, mm. or bears are popular in some communities. Other That's meetings. true, but I'm good with that. But Norfolk. All right, would you rather do so, Marquette and the Tar Heels? Ooh. All right, let's see what Marquette is. I feel like Tar Heel would be applicable to like, you know how like if you come into a sock and then you actually put your foot in it you get kind of a sticky <laughs> heel oh i hate when i get tar heel <laughs> that's pretty good Nor marquette is just the golden eagles which because it's golden Ooh. like golden showers golden eagles mm. i don't know some interesting possibilities but hecker i think <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> golden pecker golden peckers <laughs> that would have been electric but to me tar heel because of I my think, explanation yeah because you gave that explanation now it's become such a specific like application of that that i think that wins all right cool all right next we have smc st uh, mary's st mary's college oh yep against wyoming or iu so we have hoosiers and i don't know who else is wyoming and i don't know what st mary's is either. st mary's mascot is gale G A E L. Okay. And it's a nut. Uh, a gale is a person. Wait, is it a nun? Um, it's a person of Irish or Scottish descent. It's okay. a knight, it looks like. Eh, okay. But it, okay, this mascot, it's a person that looks a lot. They've got like really long hair. It looks like Maui from. <laughs> what? From a. Look up St. Mary's mas basketball mascot with the pictures of this dude. Well, the Bulls lost, but we did cover. Let's go. So we get that money that. back. And then, okay, it's Indy, it's IU or who? Wyoming. Uh, let's see. The mascot's name is Gideon. The Cowboys. Gideon Gale. <laughs> All right, I think they move forward. Wyoming is the Cowboys. Bro. You see the picture? He looks so sexy, dude. Yeah, he does. Look at that jawline. Look at those. He has like a 12-pack. What the heck? Mm. Um, so is he allowed to be the mascot for a place called St. Mary's? Like, that seems a little <laughs> yeah. 
promiscuous against your vows yeah mary i would i would argue that a cowboy would apply really well for like a, yep. a uh, broke back mountain kind of situation mm. but i'm i'm very content with yeah gideon the gale especially after seeing the pictures yeah it's like and I, i'm a big fan of like anything super unique we've seen enough well, wild cats we've seen enough cowboys i have never seen another gideon gale and if you know if if you've seen you said it was irish or scottish descent right yep. if you've seen braveheart you know it's underneath that skirt <laughs> yes i do <laughs> i'm right, sorry kilt, gideon moves on kilt. yeah have some respect yeah. all right uh, next, we have the UCLA. The Bucks are up by six again. Let's go. We have the UCLA Bruins and Akron Zips. Zips. Oh, yeah. Unzips. <laughs> I go Akron. <laughs> All right. Next, we have the Texas Longhorns oh! and the Virginia Tech Hokies. Ooh. That's actually a harder matchup than I would have thought based on Longhorns. Hokey, hokey, hanky panky, <laughs> the yeah. pokies. I like that, but I gotta go longhorn. <sighs> yeah, I do too. All right, next we have the Purdue Boilermakers. Ooh, and Yale. I don't know. Bulldogs? Are they? Yeah, sounds super lame. Boilermaker. Sure. Yeah, I think it's the Bulldogs. But yeah. All right, next uh, we have Murray State. And, and some Dan, the Bulldog. That I mean, that makes it more interesting, but I still go Boilermakers. Murray State and San Francisco. <laughs> I made a I, comment there, and I decided not to. That's okay. called personal growth. Was it a comment like Tom Brennan made when he got fired? <laughs> no comment. Okay. Uh, Murray State basketball mascot I, is okay. Murray State University Dunker. They're oh. the Murray State Racers, and it's like a jockey on a horse. Ooh. Okay. And what was the <laughs> other one? San Francisco University? It just says San Francisco, so I assume it's a university, yeah. Um, San Francisco, University of San Francisco mascot, Don the Spanish Nobleman. What? <laughs> I think, what was Murray State again? The Racers? Yeah, I gotta go with that. Yeah. Well, nothing like getting my heart racing. (laughs) And its name is Dunker, apparently. You can dunk her. I barely know her. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. All right. So next we have the the University of Kentucky Wildcats. Mm. And we have, I'm trying to look into the St. Peter's University peacocks oh yeah <laughs> i think that's the answer, answer yeah <laughs> all right so Are now that region yeah so now we have norfolk against the tar heels oh, norfolk all right <laughs> we have um we have our good friend gideon the gale mm. against the zips Ooh, that's Pretty, a tough matchup yeah uh, it's a it's almost as tough as CSU Fullerton. <laughs> nice. I don't know on this one. What are you thinking? I like Gideon. Yeah. Bet you do. <laughs> All right. I, I mean I I mean really, the Zips is a great I name. really liked that picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell. 
with <laughs> Zips is a great name, but when you have a great name and a great like actual mascot, it's yeah, that's a tough. I combo. think if they were the Akron Unzips, then I would definitely mm. move them on. But yeah, you actually, want people. I think zipping. the Zips, their actual like mascot's a kangaroo. I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's pretty cool too. Yeah, but I agree. All right, Longhorns or Boilermakers? <sighs> Longhorns, yeah. And then we have I keep forgetting what mer- Racers or Peacocks. I go Peacocks Peacock. just because Racers isn't impactful enough for us to even remember what yeah. they are. <laughs> All right, so now then we have Norfolk and Gideon the Gale. Oh no, this is tough. I want to keep both of these. <sighs> what are you thinking? I I think I'm in love with Gideon. Like I think we've given Norfolk State a lot of mileage on the name that actually yeah. were like at this point completely mispronouncing. So they had a good <laughs> they had a good run. What we're but... not mispronouncing? What are you talking about? <laughs> like we're doing a lot to carry that name. <laughs> Gideon carries himself. All yeah, right, give Gideon, me the gales. Good boy. Oh, you know he. You know how he carries himself. <laughs> oh, I do with both hands. <laughs> we've, we've, we've seen that car- that undercarriage, if you will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we have longhorns or peacocks. Ooh. Very similar like ooh, mm. I really like peacocks, I think. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I love a good peacock. I love a good longhorn. <laughs> I would go peacocks. Okay, I agree with this also just because we already have longwood. Yeah, and that's that... a better version of the same thing. Plus as a kid, like ultimately this is like a very elementary school sense of humor. Which one's funnier at first glance? <laughs> Longhorns or peacocks? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next one I have for you is which is funnier, peacocks or Gideon the Gale? I think peacocks is funnier. Gideon going... the Gale is a legend, though. Really? I, I would leave. I was going to go peacocks. You've like here. fully. Co- yeah. I think okay. To be fair, Gideon Gale, like we had to look him up. We're big fans of his, but does it translate to the average listener as opposed to just the name Peacocks? No, Peacocks. <sighs> peacocks. Yeah, right. Peacocks. Peacocks. So Pee, pause. Cox. All right. Very good. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All right. Well, he had a good run. I'm yeah. a huge fan of him, but yeah. All right. Next in the Midwest you, region, Gideon. we have. The Jayhawks, the number one seed, against TXSO slash TCC. Texas Southern against, I don't know what TCC is. Um, the Christian Catechism. <laughs> I don't know. Um, let me see. So if Texas Southern is the Tigers. Yeah. Again. I'm fine. Just I don't even know what the other one is. Well, I'll Kansas. be honest. Jayhawk to me sounds like a derogatory term. Like it if does, you saw, yeah, you have Jayhawk. Jayhawk. Yeah, yeah. Don't look at me like that, Jayhawk. Yeah, I know. Mm, it's provocative. Yeah, it gets the people going. Or, or like since with our theme that we're going to be like, oh yeah, like the way you do that to me, you Jayhawk. You want to Jay my hawk? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we have the San Diego State University Aztecs. I think Azte- Aztecs. Okay. Yeah. 
right. San Diego well, State. And Creighton. Creighton Blue Jays, maybe? Yeah, so San Diego State is the Aztecs. Creighton is Billy the Blue Jay. Again, I do hate it when I'm left with Blue Jays, but <laughs> I... Aztec is hilarious, though. Yeah, I'm going to go with Aztec. Okay. <laughs> That's where I want to go to school. Aztec. <laughs> <laughs> what if you had... That's my favorite kind of foul to get at Imagine Aztec. if we would have had Jayhawks and the Blue Jays against each other. Mm, That's Jays. a lot of Jays. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next, we have the Hawkeyes of Iowa and the okay. Richmond Spiders. Mm. neither one like jumps off the page um but there is one that has the word i in it iowa well what do you mean that's the letter well you know sometimes you want like i want to be in it <laughs> so <laughs> okay <laughs> sure is that, is that what you're going for then, no but that's one does there. have i in it <laughs> it has no it has the word like Hawk eye, okay. Mm, so like a body. Some there's certain things that may look like an eye if you look at it at a certain mm, angle. Yeah, the eye of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it was like to me nothing stood out, but that's the first one that like can make a case for itself. So I'll you gotta go make yeah the hawk eyes. <laughs> All right, South Dakota State and Providence. Providence is the Friars. I'm pretty sure. Well, that's out. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean the this, least sexy thing ever possibly um i mean they're just not allowed to that's the problem are you are you alive over there oh he left the he left the channel so i will continue working on this so san diego state san diego state university let's see what their mascot is everybody um san diego state university mascot is if it will open for me the aztec warrior hello all right so let me go back to where we were so oh i'm sorry i'm supposed to be doing south dakota state that's my bad so we already did that south dakota state is the jackrabbit we gotta go jackrabbit here for sure Next, we have LSU Tigers and the IS, Iowa State Cyclones. I think I'm kind of sick of all the Tiger talk. I'm going to go Cyclones here myself. We talked about the Eye of the Beast. This could be kind of like the Eye of the Storm, if you will. I am back. Speaking of eyes, my mistake. I started clicking on the window at the top, like searching and the closed out of this. Well, I, I've made two selections for us. I okay. chose the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. Oh, yeah. Over, <laughs> I was in the middle of searching that and hoped that was what we went. Over the Friars. Okay. And I went with the Cyclones over the Tigers. Tigers is just, yeah, too it. It's too overused. Annoying. Yeah. Yep. Kind of like, like the hookers, Detroit Tigers. But... <laughs> overused. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, yeah. You're not wrong. Okay. <laughs> Next we have Colgate. Mm. I don't know what that is other than toothpaste. Nothing is more attractive than good hygiene. That's right. <laughs> That's why we use Harry's. <laughs> That's the unofficial sponsor of the show that we are working on making an official sponsor. And making the show official too. <laughs> All right. 
Wisconsin Badgers. So, mm. do we know what Colgate is? Let's see. Uh, Raider. <laughs> Raider. I barely know her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, I, that's Raider. Now to take Colgate. Yeah, we had the Red Raiders earlier. Now we just have the Raiders. Okay, mm. Raiders in the Lost Ark. <laughs> All right. <laughs> USC Trojans. Oh, and the Miami Hurricanes. Trojans, obviously. Yeah. We have Auburn Tigers. And what is JV State? Is that like juvenile delinquents? (laughs) Jacksonville, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So, wait. So, yes. Is that. Uh, Wait, no. Does that answer my question? Of what JV State is? Well, I said, is it juvenile delinquents? And you said, oh, so Jacksonville State? And like, I mean, actually. <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> Please let this be right. The Jacksonville State Gamecocks. Is it? <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. What were, who were they against again? Did you see what the, the name of the mascot is? His name is Cocky McCockerson. <laughs> no. no, his name uh, is Cocky. Is it actually? Cocky the Gamecock. Cocky the Gamecock. Let's go. All right. That was yeah. easy. All right. So now we have the Jayhawks against the Aztecs. Aztecs. Same. All right. We have the Hawkeyes against the Jackrabbits. <laughs> Jackrabbits for sure. All right. Now we have the Raiders against the Cyclones. Hmm. I go Raiders for me. I could use a good Cyclone right now. You want to do Cyclone? <laughs> I go Raiders still. I think it's a Are close sure? game. Yeah, okay. I think this one's a close game. But I think either way they'll be beat out by either the Trojans or the Gamecocks. So yeah, this is a tough matchup. Yeah. This is very, very tough. I've heard that the stifling defense, the Trojans, are going to be all over the Cox. <laughs> <laughs> They'll really be. I, I've heard that the Trojans are very good at blocking the shots of. The, I have too. The They're going to wrap them yeah. up. Yeah, down in the post. Uh, <laughs> hmm. yeah. They definitely. The, go... the Cox won't have much success in the paint. They may only get. They may only get a shot off from long distance. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So are we saying the Trojans are better than the Gamecocks? I think the Trojans, based on their 99.9% advertised success rate against the Cox. All right, so this might be our hardest um, Sweet 16 matchup that we've had to face. So we have the Colgate Raiders and the USC Trojans in one (sighs) matchup. And in the other matchup, we have the Aztecs and the Jackrabbits. Mm. So the... That other one to me, Jackrabbits clearly beat the Aztecs. This I again agree. goes back to like Norfolk, uh, Norfolk State, where yes. it's like we had to kind of mispronounce it to make it work yep. a little bit. So the Jackrabbits yep. stand. I agree. Alone. All, All right, so Trojans or Raiders? Uh, I'd say Trojans. I agree. But again, another tough matchup, and this one is really tough. Trojans or Jackrabbits? Jackrabbits. You got to say it like that. <laughs> Jackrabbits. I think you could make an argument for either. 
I like Jackrabbits personally. Yeah, if it was just like the rabbits or something, but because it's Jackrabbits, yeah, yep. I'd go Jackrabbits. Uh, all right, so in our final four, in the <clears throat> in the one side, we have 15 seed CSU Fullerton. <laughs> Tuffy was the mascot. I don't remember what the team name was, but Tuffy. Yeah. And we have number 15 seed St. Peter's Peacocks. <laughs> I think you go Peacocks. So I need to look up CSU Fullerton one more time. Yeah, we need to be fair. Make sure there's nothing else there that added to it. Tuffy the Titan. So I gotta go Peacocks. Yeah, I would too. All right. I think Tuffy kind of was the product of a weak division, honestly. And then over here we have the 13 seed South Dakota State Jackrabbits and 14 seed Longwood. I don't even know what their team Ooh. is. Okay, let's look that up. I'm leaning Longwood, but let's look because let's Longwood Lancers. <laughs> okay, <That's> even <laughs> better because I think once you get down to these like these like games, literal jousting with your Longwood, yeah. I mean, come on, Longwood advances, and man, I so we're in the finals now, right? Longwood, Longwood Lancers, and the Peacocks Lancer. I barely know her. <laughs> I mean, I Peacocks is a great. Great representative run. for the sport to be here and i appreciate everything you've done for the game but the longwood lancers <laughs> i mean come on that's perfect i think we have our national champion. have you seen this mascot too let's see this horse this horse is holding this spear in a very interesting way <laughs> between its legs <laughs> i mean kind of longwood lancers mascot elwood no, but have you seen don't uh, look like the logo? Oh, yeah, like with its huh. <laughs> it's jutting forward very provocatively. I know. <laughs> the yeah. fact that it made it this far in the tournament without us even needing to use all of the things we could have, like Elwood, I forgot that was even its name. We never <laughs> even looked at pictures of it. Like just on name alone, it made it this far. Well well rounded and well deserved champion. I'm pretty proud of this. Yeah, this is great. Imagine so, this is the perfect bracket that wins the contest, and then we get to like go on national television and explain how we picked this. <laughs> Can you imagine if? I mean, because the thing that'd be crazy about that is that it would say like, I our final four had a thirteen seed, a fourteen seed, and two fifteen seeds. <laughs> I mean, if there's any year for it to happen, it kind of feels like this year, doesn't it? And I, you know, I thought this turned out way better than I thought because I, I really was, you when you had this idea to do sexy names, I was like, well, it may not be that great because like last year we had Oral Roberts, so we don't have that this mm. year. But Longwood really made up for it. Would Oral Roberts give a run to Longwood? That's a championship I'd love to see. I would love to see that too. So and maybe one day. Deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A Longwood and Oral Roberts at the same time. That's the oh, dream. Boy. <laughs> All right. Let's really quickly finish up with area of grievances. That was very fun. Yep. Uh, me, just very quickly, I have groceries are really frustrating right now because I referred to my travel earlier. That's being really crazy. Mm. And we are like really low on groceries at our house, but it's like we're not going to go buy a bunch of stuff because we're about to be gone for a full week plus on vacation and it would be a waste of 
food if we went and bought a bunch of food and then it just sits in our house and rots so yeah. i'm very frustrated because it's like i don't have much like to snack on here which is probably healthy for me but it's like you know i have that urge but there's not really a solution for it so mm-hmm. what about you yeah so again also really quickly college basketball is a f- super great time we've all already talked about the tournament but man do i suck at betting college basketball <laughs> Um, if we do any episodes of the Scorecast, listeners here, we're giving you a sneak peek. If you've made it this far, your reward is that you know you should not bet what I bet in college basketball. I'm terrible at it every year. Um, also, my cell phone reception has been dog crap recently. So I have, I don't remember if it's Sprint or AT&T, but whichever one has been recently, they bought out T-Mobile. And a few months ago, that's like transition happened to where now it's using t-mobile hotspots and my reception has been so bad when i'm driving home from work music and videos aren't loading um like texts aren't sending and it's not just like occasionally once in a while it's like more often than not my phone just doesn't work when i'm driving it's pissing me off um like at the at this point where you see those coverage maps of oh here's all the hotspots we have and everything like I can get a drone to deliver Amazon in areas that you're saying you don't have cell service. You know, like I just don't understand how the Amazon, how the map for coverage isn't just completely covered at this point. <laughs> you know, like, and we're not talking about I'm like in the middle of like Yellowstone National Park. I'm in a city. Why is there no service here? You know, I don't understand. Well, you know it's 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 been a it's been a long episode it's been good to be back it was fun to do the march madness looking forward to more march madness with you but until then man michigan hat you can cheer up because you know what they say some things in life are bad they can really make you mad other things just make you swear and curse when you're chewing on life's gristle Grumble, give a whistle, and this'll help things turn out for the best. And always look on the bright side of life. Always look on the light side of life. If life seems that is what we're frustrated about. What about you? Share what your frust- your share your frustrations with us or about us at Real FN Podcast on social media or Frustration Nation at ShootYourShotSports.com. Go voice your frustrations. Leave us a review. If you're frustrated that this episode's over because you want to hear more, be sure to look for new episodes every Tuesday, roughly, approximately, unless we're not. Everywhere you can get podcasts and be sure to subscribe. If you get as frustrated as we do or you just enjoy hearing us talk for some reason, consider supporting us on Patreon for monthly subscriptions or Venmo tip jar if you want to give a one-time donation. Every little bit helps, which even $1, which is at least how much I would pay to have someone touch my Longwood, makes a big difference for us. We appreciate the support. Now get out there and frustrate the hate. Man, if you're making a dollar, you're just not marketing yourself very well at that point. (laughs) I just think that if Longwood, if Longwood wins and we win 
the, the money and the contest and everything, oh, you know I, what I'll, I think it would only be right for you and I to have a jousting match mm. with our long <laughs> Like No with, homo. Like, with course. like, oh, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> if the balls don't touch it, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> it's like with a crowd and like <laughs> yeah. in full armor. <laughs> except for except for the one. Yeah doesn't need armor you just charge at each other and have like the rope down the middle so you know it's a fair fight and just yeah. charge each other yeah 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 so. i think it's only fair i think it's what if you want to support us on patreon that will be the first thing that we put behind a paywall if you want to watch like we'll probably put it up on youtube and be like right before the moment of impact would you like to pay for I the think full we should episode? honestly we should do an only fans for that mm. i think that's probably the best yeah. That's basically what that platform's meant for, right? It's like events, sporting events like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nude jousting. <laughs> it probably is a thing that we are just... I bet so, at some, arena, of. Some, some arena in Vegas <laughs> probably has nude jousting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, and that's the alternative. If, if, Longwood, if Longwood wins, either we will attend... Mm. Or participate. Or participate, yeah. Or pioneer. <laughs> There we go. So until then, stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>